This is The Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find The Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. Hey, yo, man, how the heck are you? It is The Monty Show. Happy Wednesday, March 22nd, 2023. That's Jake. I'm Monty. Thanks for being here, man. We really appreciate that you took the time today to come and interact with our show, which is always presented by The Advocates. Theadvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business. Make sure you hook it up, theadvocates.com. A, tell them Monty sent you. B, if you've been in an accident because somebody was driving recklessly, maybe you got hurt at work. Those workman comp cases, man, you are swimming in shark-infested waters. Make sure that you... Hook it up with the advocates where you never pay them a penny out of pocket. You only pay the advocates when they win your case. Theadvocates.com. Chat with an attorney live online. 24-7, 365. Absolutely free at theadvocates.com. Big shout out to everybody sending me their pictures. Look what we got today. It's back. Oh, my God. It's bucked up Miami. It is an endangered species in these parts. It is really difficult. Or it has been lately really difficult to get bucked up Miami, but we got it back in house. We're stoked about that. Uh, 90 minutes from now, Connor McDonald, the captain of the Utah Grizzlies, is going to stroll through that door. Yes, he will be in the RC Willie guest chair today uh, to talk about a new uh, camp that he's doing. He is opening, actually, I believe, like a full hockey academy. Uh, so looking forward to that. Um, James Knight, uh, so aptly celebrating Lou Dort's massive accomplishment last night. Excuse me, it's the Dorture Chamber, please. The Dorture Chamber. Um, and I wasn't talking about the Kawhi defense. I was talking about the hitman, Lou Dort. We've got a lot of NBA today to talk about. That Paul George knee injury, you guys. Oh, my. Did you see it? Did you see the Paul George <coughs> knee injury? It is. Ooh, look at PG on the floor. Yeah. We're going to have to talk about that. But as always, we open up with the biggest story in sports on this show. And again, I hate to say it, and I know you're tired of it because I'm tired of it. <laughs> But it is the latest breaking details on the executive committee member meeting that the Pac-12 had today. And unfortunately, absolutely nothing came out of that meeting today. I was told by a source very close to the situation that there really is no update. And now what you have is you have the Pac-12 that continues in, in, in limbo. And here we are rapidly approaching the month of April. And the Pac-12 still does not have a TV deal done. Now, having said that, I will also say we talked to sources around the Pac-12 today, did a lot of homework on this story today, talked to a source around the Pac-12 who who freely admitted that athletic directors and presidents are speaking to Brett Yormark at the Big 12. So there's no doubt that there is, I think, a very, very close tipping point today with the Pac-12. And Jake, I think not getting any tangible results out of this executive meeting today is just another sign that I don't think they're close to a TV deal. Yeah, I, I think that you know the Pac-12 is 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 in in this situation where you know the 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 leaders of these universities have a decision in front of them. You know, in in, in its simplest form, you have a decision to make. You have a decision uh, if you're Washington and Oregon and ASU and Utah and Colorado, and that decision is very simple. Uh, are you okay 
taking less money uh, and being on the major players, the ESPNs of the world or what have you, you know, uh, on, on a more traditional TV setup? Or are you okay and willing to make more money, most likely, but be all streaming? And in this conundrum, this sort of philosophical difference, I feel like is ultimately what will be the Pac-12's undoing, in my opinion, because I don't think it's possible for George Klyovkov to get a grant of rights done with with all 10 members uh, and, and have that happen in a timely fashion. I think that the, the other issue here is that, you know, you have your Washingtons, your Oregons, the major players in the conference who are going to want more of very little money. And it, it, it concerns me. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, did you yeah, say more? Well, I mean, they're going to want more of very little money. The Paul, the, the pie That's is awesome. quite small in the Pac-12. And, and, and I'm not even trying to hate, but this is the situation they find themselves in. So, yeah. so if you're a Washington or an Oregon or, you know, uh, again, you all know the names. If you're any of these power players in the Pac-12, are you really going to sit here and sign a grant of rights that's going to hold you back? And I think the the idea that you still have people doubting whether presidents in the Pac-12 are talking to Brett Yormark is insane to me because the reality of the situation is presidents always talk to presidents. Presidents always talk to commissioners. All these people run in the same circle. So even if expansion didn't exist, these people are still having conversations. So to me, it's like, hey, you should be having the conversation. They are having the conversation. And to me, we're at a point where I don't know if there's actually going to be like a, a, a grant of rights done. I, I'm starting Ooh. to doubt whether it's even possible or not because of the philosophical differences in the conference. Well, I think that's a very interesting question. I think the Apple TV part of this equation is huge. But John Canzano, um, the bald-faced truth, uh, said today that Fox Sports was back involved in the Pac-12 media deal. We asked specifically about that today. We were told that is not the case. Uh, we told you several months ago, back in August now, man, Dude, it is Already. almost April. Already. I said a, a couple of but, months but ago back in point, August. Not to, inter not to interrupt, but but I think that in and of itself is a super valid point. Dude, yeah. time is ticking. Time is going by. Time does not slow down for anybody. And and that's why I say, like, like this Kanzano reporting on Fox, to me, it, it, like, uh, like he just said, we were told that's not the case. Why would Fox want to get back involved? Why, like, Fox doesn't need it. Fox, like, yeah. they just don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the motivation would be, but, you know, today it was explained to me that, you know, as we've said all along, if Fox is involved, it's for college basketball because their plate is absolutely full with college football between the Big Ten and the Big 12. They just don't have a need for it. And remember that they've got 63%, I believe it is, of the Big 12 basketball package. So they absolutely could pick up three more basketball games you know, a weekend, I would imagine, if Fox wanted to do that for FS1, you know, what have you. I mean, they absolutely could do that. And I think the way that Brett Yormark has talked about monetizing basketball would not be surprising to me at all to see the Big the Big 12, the Pac-12, you know, the, do some kind of combo package on Fox where you have a, a Pac-12 game following a Big 12 gamer, et cetera. I just don't see that Fox is involved as a major player. I don't believe they're involved at all. Um, I could be wrong about that. I just don't, I don't see why Fox would get back involved. There, yeah. There's not a whole lot of 
want to. Although, I will say, today being what, Wednesday, Sunday, it was explained to me that the Pac-12 is actually stealing that idea of splitting basketball off into a revenue stream. So I could see where maybe the Pac-12 went back to Fox Sports and said, hey, let's see what we can do about, you know, let's see what we can do about, you know, doing a deal together where we, where we figure it out. I could absolutely see that being, being a, a case because Sunday yeah. I was told that George Klyovkov and the executive committee in the Pac-12 love the idea of making basketball revenue stream. I think it's going to be more difficult to do that. You're losing two of your best basketball brands in SC and UCLA. Now, obviously, Bobby Hurley got a two-year extension yesterday. You have Arizona basketball, which I think is incredibly valuable. You would think with Utah women's basketball doing what it's doing, like you have some stories around the Pac-12 for basketball. You would think that maybe the Pac-12 has the nuts to make a, a, a revenue stream out of their basketball only, and I've been told they're exploring that. I absolutely could see Fox being involved on that end. I still maintain that their best bet, if they're trying to get to where the Big 12 is, is to go with Apple TV because I think they're the only ones that can make the paycheck. But we've been told by multiple sources over and over again that the biggest names in the Pac-12, including President Kase at Washington, wants nothing to do with 100% streaming. <coughs> and that's the only way that, that Apple TV is going to get in bed with the Pac-12 is to have exclusivity on the Pac-12. Yeah. Now, is that $300 million a year? I don't know. I have no idea what Apple would be willing to pay on that, but it's their best payday. I don't think anybody disputes that. My question is, does George Klyovkov have the wherewithal to get that deal done? Because I think we all know that Apple moves on Apple time. Mm -hmm. Apple does not move because you need them to move or because the Pac-12 needs all of this noise to stop. That's just simply not the way that this game is played. You're going to play on Apple's timeline and on Apple's calendar, frankly. So I think it's a very dicey situation for the Pac-12 to be in bed with Apple right now or to be, I don't know, what is the word, relying on Apple right now? I think it's a very dicey proposition if the Pac-12 is relying on Apple to get that revenue. I still maintain what I've heard, and I, I heard it again today. Hey, it is still ESPN for two games a week, and it is still Amazon for a game of the week. That would be the ideal package. I don't know how you change that, Jake, because it feels like to me anyway that as the Pac-12 turns, we call it on this show, <laughs> as the Pac-12 turns, it just doesn't seem like we're ever turning towards a solution. No, I mean, it feels like there's not a, a, a ton of progress being made. And that's why I say, like, you know, for as crappy of a commissioner as George Klyavkov has been, you know, I'm not sure that there's a commissioner out there that you could throw into his current you know, position yeah. and, and have it get done. Because the problem is, is like when you're saying things like, Hey, like Apple won't do a deal unless you're a hundred percent on their platform. Well, that doesn't fit in with Kase at Washington. So that's not an option. Hey, like, you, you know, we, we have to have a certain number. Like we have to have, you know, $250 million or $300 million yeah. or whatever that number is to make a deal work like not everybody has that kind of bread just generally speaking like yeah sure espn could probably figure out how to get 300 million dollars out of its you know pocket if they wanted to but that's an, another another problem they don't necessarily want to so it's like not only are you having to find a monetary fit you're also having to find a philosophical fit and that's why i think this has been so difficult and why it's taken so long and then i think 
uh, you know, if you put the Pac-12 itself aside and you look at Brett Yormark in the Big 12, what Brett is doing and, and the way he's gone about handling business and, and everything, yeah. and, and I'm talking about everything from the TV deal itself to this this combine setup, this, this you know, Big 12 combine, you know, Big 12 all-conference combine at Jerry World, like everything that Brett Yormark is doing is is positive and forward moving and it builds momentum and so i think when you combine your mark and his behavior and his progress with the fact that you know you have george klyavkov building this track record of you know struggling or or you know i guess failing like it just it all plays together to build this snowball of the pac-12 is not going to survive man and and i hate to say that because i love the conference just from a you know a, a footballing standpoint, really football footballing. more than basketball. But f- like it sucks that this conference, in my opinion, doesn't really have a way forward. So I, I just look at this and I say, dude, like I don't know how you get out of this because a lot of times in deal making and negotiations, it's like, hey, you want one thing, but the offer you have is is not what you want, but it'll work. This is different than that. This is, hey, you want something, which is to survive, in my opinion, and the deal that's being offered simply is a a, a square peg in a round hole because your group doesn't agree on that, you know, philosophy, that 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 course of action. So that's why I say I just don't think there's any fixing it. So Kinzano can say that Fox is back involved, and that's all fine and dandy and everything. That's cool, but I don't know that that saves you. I don't know that that's. Do you, but you do know, you believe it? Do you I believe it? I don't believe it because I don't think that Fox has a has a, a, a um you know a, a, a you know as President Robbins at Arizona said I don't think Fox has some affinities for the Pac-12. I don't think that Fox is like mm-hmm. oh man no, like we gotta have we gotta have Pac-12. I don't think that's there. I think the way that ESPN and Fox view the Pac-12. As they view it as filler programming, as, hey, we've got all our stuff. Where can we make some extra ad dollars on a little slice of the pie? $10 million a year from ESPN. Hey, how can we turn, how can we spend 10 and make 30? How can we do that? That's how I think they look at it. Yep, I agree. TryDayTrading.com presents the 3 o'clock hour on the Monty Show, hour number one. And listen, you guys know we've talked about TryDayTrading.com for a long time on this show uh, they are back with a promotion for Monty Show members that is out of this world and, and in an economy. And when we're hearing about all these layoffs, a lot of the things that we talk about is taking control of your finances. You can do that at trydaytrading.com. They have a $10 30-day membership. And the best part about it, that $10 goes to a charity. They donate your $10 to a charity because they just want you to understand you're going to do well. You're going to control your income. Do you know what day trading is? Do you understand how to leverage the stock market on a day-to-day basis? The ups and the downs because somebody's making money every single day in the market. Why isn't it you? Why are you working for a paycheck when you're not working for yourself? Why are you making money for somebody else instead of making money for yourself? That's the best part about Triday Trading. You work for yourself and they're going to mentor you and teach you. So all you have to do is go to TridayTrading.com Click on the box in the middle of the page that says 10 day, you know, 30 day, $10 trial. Click on that and it really is that simple. That's yeah. it. There's no strings attached. You, they give you a free webinar so you understand it. And what Triday Trading does is 
They teach you how to leverage the stock market as a day trader to make money. And there are people every day in this country, coast to coast, making thousands of dollars a day as a day trader. Listen, you want to do it part-time? You want it to be a side hustle? There are people in this country making hundreds of dollars a day on a side hustle because they went to TridayTrading.com. That's what you need to do because the stock market going up and the stock market going down, that's absolutely a value play for you. Get the money that you want. Change your life for 10 bucks. It's $10, a 30-day trial. And if you're out, you're out, dude. If it doesn't work for you, you're out. But what we know is nobody gets out because it makes you so much money. They're gonna teach you to be a prolific day trader. And when you're ready to start making trades, you're gonna trade with their money, not your money. And when you profit, you're gonna keep 80% of the profit at trydaytrading.com, trydaytrading.com. Tell them you heard about it on The Monty Show. All you have to do, literally the process is go to trydaytrading.com, fill out the registration form, and at the bottom there's a drop-down menu. Click The Monty Show, hit register, good to go. That's it. That's it. It is that easy. It's 30 seconds max. It's $10 that goes to charity for the rest of your life. Trydaytrading.com. Thrilled to have them back on the show. Go get your $10 30-day trial membership, man. I don't know how to make it easier than that. So many people, Jake, yeah. you know we've talked about this. Yes. So many people have asked us, well, how do you work for yourself? How do you afford to? How do you get out of this full-time job? Because you and I both know you went to work today hating your boss. Right, yeah. You went to work today saying to yourself, man, I wish I worked at home. Man, I wish. Man, I hope. Man, I have a dream. Stop dreaming. Stop wishing. Stop hoping. Yes. Get to trydaytrading.com. Little box in the middle of the screen, $10, 30-day membership. And again, it's a, it's a local business. And, and you know that we take that really seriously on yes. the program. And I think that you know a lot of people, the last time Tri-Day Trading was on the show, wondered like, oh, does it work? Or is it legit? Or is it real? I can tell you we've got five people right now in the program who are profiting daily. I hear from them all the time. Yeah. So it's not really a question of if it works. It's only a question of how long are you going to wait to you know, fork over $10 to charity to see what it's actually about. Because we can sit here all day and evangelize for it, right? Like we can tell you it works. We can tell you that, you know, we sent some of our viewers through their program and it does work. But until you go and try it, until you spend your 10 bucks, right? Like until you do that, you won't know. So that's why I'm saying it's, it, there's no obligation. Give it a try. Let us know. We love feedback yeah, on the show. Absolutely. Tell us what you think. Because we never ask you to take our word for it, like bucked up energy, right? We give yeah. you free samples. There's a free sample link in the description or, you know, Papa Murphy's, we give you discounts. You know, the, the, the guys at Quick Quack Car Wash giving you 50% off a car wash. This is the exact same angle. They want you to know that for $10 in 30 days, you're going to know everything you need to know. And if it's not you, hey man, no hard feelings. All good. But my bet is it is you. Because everybody that we know that has gone through the Tri-Day Trading yes. Program yes. has either left their job or is making as much money as they have ever made, yes. period. Yes. For 10 bucks, go figure it out. Tridaytrading.com, get their 30-day free membership. Um, let's see. Curtis D316, Kinsano's a joke, wouldn't trust him saying what the weather is outside. Well, look, I think John Kinsano, I've known John Kinsano for a long time. I don't know him personally. I know his work. He's been on my shows as a guest. I, John is, John's a good dude. I think the problem is his livelihood is the Pac-12. 
So if the if the Pac-12 goes away, John Canzano has to figure out how to spin that, right? <coughs> I, I look at a guy like John Wilner at the San Jose Mercury News. It doesn't matter if the Pac-12 lives or dies. John's going to continue. He's one of the best yeah, yeah. writers in the country. But a guy like Canzano, who stuck out on his own, again, remember that John Canzano works for himself. Like, he's got his radio network, he's got his website and his columns, and I would encourage you to read his stuff. It's free. And if you don't like his stuff, don't ever go back. John Canzano has said a lot of things that haven't turned out to be true. It doesn't make him a terrible guy. Yeah. It doesn't make him a liar. I just think he's hoping and praying, um, and that's a problem. Uh, WW says Canzano is a Pac-12 homer, but he presents himself that way, so I don't begrudge anything he says. I think he doesn't want to piss off his conference sources. And that's cool, man. That's fine. Uh, and it's why I tell you, when you hear people, every day they have breaking news on the Pac-12 TV deal. Every day. Their executive committee at the Pac-12 got together today. They're, they're, you know, they're bored of conchos. The presidents got together today and nothing came of it. So their board is having a meeting where nothing new happened. Um, There are rarely updates on the Pac-12 TV situation. It's usually when somebody does an interview, you'll get some news. But we've been telling you since August, it's $25 million, man. We've been telling you, hey, Fox is out. We've been telling you, listen, ESPN doesn't want to be a tier one partner. You know, we've told you, what did we tell you six weeks ago? ESPN has not spoken to the Pac-12. What do we get from the New York Post? They haven't spoken in a long time. They're not close to a deal. Like, I'm telling you, if people are like, oh, I heard this and I talked to this guy and this breaking, it's just not happening. Yeah. It's, there's not news every day. Yeah. It's not news every day. That's, that's the bottom line. Brent Burnett, a member of the show, BYU does help the Big 12 make money, but also brings stability. Well, I mean, I, I don't know why this is controversial with BYU. <laughs> I don't get this. I, I, and again, I know every Pac-12 fan in the world is about to come at me, bro. Right. Well, come at me, bro. I'm not, I'm not, I, listen, I'm not scared and I am not, I'm not hard to find. I'm on, yeah, in, in, I know what time it is. I'm on Instagram and Twitter, man. The Monty show. It's right there. BYU is a valuable commodity. The PAC 12 screwed up by not adding BYU. Their excuse was they're not a research institution and their alumni are largely undergraduates. Okay. That's cool. You should have added them to the conference when you added Utah, because you wouldn't be in the position you're in now had you done that. Because we tell you all the time, we said it all last football season, put BYU on TV and you're going to get a million viewers. Put BYU in your stadium, you're going to see a ton of BYU fans in the seats. Facts. Because they travel yes. and people watch their games. Dude, they generate revenue. It is what it is. If you don't like it, it's fine. But but let's not, let's not sit here and say the Pac-12 didn't make a mistake. And by the way, this conversation is tired as hell. Like, if you're a Pac-12 fan and you think they didn't make a mistake, I'm not really sure what you are looking at. Because ultimately, it's never a good idea to to have less money than more money and i know i'm reinventing the wheel right it's never a good idea to do something that makes you less revenue less money versus more. i know right i know i've been it's, a it's, rich man i know i've been a poor man i know i've been a rich man and i have been a poor man and i'll take rich every time that's right absolutely right i the byu slander is remarkable yeah they are an excellent institution as far as education goes as far as morality goes, making, making men out of boys, making women out of girls, they are 
an excellent place to send your child to get education. If you're upset with the, the LDS community, okay, I get that. Maybe BYU is not for you. But the idea that BYU doesn't make people money, the idea that BYU didn't add millions to the Big 12 TV deal, the idea that BYU, because of their relationship as an independent with ESPN, didn't bridge a gap and make it easier to add them to your conference. If you don't believe that, you're crazy. Because those are all facts. Oh, what are you talking about, man? They're all, there has never been a, an independent program that had to do what BYU's done. Yeah. And Notre Dame, Army, hey, BYU essentially was left with no choice but to become independent. Yeah. And they did it, and they did it at a very high level. It's, again, why I always say Tom Homo is, again, one of the most underrated executives in all of professional sports. Yeah. He built schedules. He built TV deals. He built a radio network. He built a corporate sponsorship platform. All of the stuff that they did and all of the money they made in Provo as independents can be directly traced back to Tom Homo's execution as an athletic director at the independent level. Yeah. And it is not easy. And I am certain it took years off of his life. Yeah. And a new president is coming in at BYU, a BYU man that has been elevated. I I think BYU's future is incredibly bright. And if you want to rip BYU, okay, hey, just admit you're biased when you're doing it. Just admit you're biased when you're doing it. That's what I would say. Schemers trying you know, to control like, their little world. It's incredible. Um, skin rules says BYU is an LD program. I don't know what that means. Yeah, what does that mean, dude? What does an LD program mean? Because I'm unsure of that. Steven Smith gives us a $20 tip to say, what are your thoughts on the Big 12 doing an all-conference pro day in Texas? Well, and I think we've talked about this. Yeah. There's, there's no doubt about the fact that it's a stroke of genius. It's a revenue opportunity. It's an exposure opportunity. It's a reach opportunity. It is a relationship with the NFL that is pretty much going to be unbreakable. Yeah. It is exposure for your kids. It is a recruiting tool. I mean, there, there's nothing bad about it. Yeah. There, and we talked about it the other day when this news broke. There's nothing bad about it. I just that. added to the ledger of all the good stuff Brett Yormark has done. I, like, I, you know. And a lot of people missed the story the other day that IMG Endeavor did a data deal data and statistical deal with the Big 12. I'm telling you, that is a significant deal for the Big 12 because if it does nothing else, it will disseminate what IMG Endeavor is going to do is they're going to send those statistics out to everybody and they're going to be fact-checked, they're going to be credible, and they are going to be distributed across the globe. Yeah, And just that alone makes it worth it. Yep. Uh, Sacktown says light the beam. Okay. Not the other night you didn't light the beam. James Knight says don't come in trolling Sacktown, you fool. Seriously. You know. The DA, not a member of the program. So between your mark jumping in the media line and Bob Bowlesby expanding with BYU, quote, BYU lifted the media deal from 27 to 31.7 million alone. We've been telling you this for years on the show. Yeah. BYU is worth millions of dollars. Yeah, and, and I'm kind of with you on this somebody. one. I, I'm not really sure why this was, like, outrageous. I think people just didn't consider it. I think people were like, oh, yeah, the TV deal in the Big 12 is worth 31 and a half. Well, how did they get to that valuation? Like, nobody thought about that. And I think 
that's the thing like that that's what i always encourage people to do like when they're talking about the pac-12 situation yeah. like, like you gotta think about the fact like nobody's talking about the exit fee for usc and ucla how does that factor in? When it's a very get, interesting question. When do they get the exit fee? Like, is that already in their pocket? Have have they not paid that yet? Like, we don't know that information yet. And 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 what's funny is nobody, I feel like, or very few people, I think I've seen a couple places, but not a lot of people are talking about the fact that in conjunction with BYU adding that value, Brett Yormark has, I believe, a hundred million dollars just chilling to distribute out to schools as part of the media deal that he's getting with the grant of rights side of it like that adds value so that's what i'm saying like the pac-12 damn well may get to you know 27 28 we've heard it's 25 so if it's 25 right from strictly from tv you know distributors apple who the, who the hell ever and then let's say that you know usc and ucla provide another i don't know 50 or whatever whatever that number is like you can kind of see where things are at so for me i just i just think you got to consider like hey like it's not just what someone's willing to pay you it's also what you have sitting in a in an account somewhere waiting to be distributed that's right and i think it's very easy and again this is just me it's very easy when you when you want to write somebody off because you have an anti-bias yeah it's it's very easy to do that um, and I, I think it's, I just think it's foolish, you know, like it's, it's, it's crazy to me. Gumby extra regular, a member of the program says Tom Homo couldn't win at Cal. Maybe not, but he's sure as heck winning at BYU, right? Matt Merle says 31 plus plus should be right around 50, 60 million with all of that is shared. And it depends on, Hey, how you do in the tournament? Um, are you getting into the, the college football playoff? Like, it's just a matter of, you know, how does your conference perform? Yeah. How many, you know, how many shares are you taking in the tournament? All of that good stuff. But, you know, listen, I think when you when you look at all of the the math in the Big 12, I don't think there's any doubt you're you're probably getting to 50, 60 million. Yeah. Anything above 50 million, you should be jumping up and down and That's what I'm saying. You know. Like that's why I I find it funny that that you know, someone like you know, a President Randall, a President Robbins, like, you know, uh, who the hell ever you want to point to, any of these presidents would suggest that going to the Big 12 is somehow not beneficial. And and I'm not really looking to have the academics conversation for like the millionth time. Yeah, can today. we for one day like, not have can, to explain academics yeah, and its can, impact? Can, can we not? Like, we do it every day and it's kind of tired. But right? my point just is, is like, I look at the 50, 60 million number that you could potentially get to, especially with the performance you've had like this year in the bracket. And and I'm just like, dude, like if you're Utah, like how are you not considering that? How are you not sitting here saying, and I know it's pennies on the dollar. I know that nobody seems to care because you're getting billions in academic revenue. I get it. But I just have a hard time believing you're not like, damn, dude, like we're only probably going to get to like, you know, if we were to have a good year in the tournament, we're going to get to like mid thirties based on like where our TV deal is going to come in. And they're at like 50, 60. Like that's a lot of bread. That's dude. a lot that's of bread. That's a lot that's of bread. That's a lot of bread. Curtis, a uh, member of the show says big 12 is about to do a data rights deal as well. Yeah. They, it yeah. pretty much was announced. It's not official yet, but it pretty much was announced. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's no doubt about it. It's Sacktown. What are you doing? What, like what, what, Cool. Okay, everybody, light the beam and go Bruins. Uh, and you know he's a troll with that comment up there. Yeah, I, you know, I just like, come on, dude. 
nothing you guys are saying is credible. They don't have sources. So then what are you doing here? What are you doing here? (laughs) Like, this is what I love about guys like that. What are you doing here? Uh, Sports Express podcast. Pac-12 will take Apple money. Pac-12 strong. The problem is if you take the Apple money, you're 100% on stream. And I think just about everybody in this conference has said they don't want to do that. Yeah. So if you take the Apple money, because if you look at the MLS model, it's 100% stream. Why would Tim Cook and the people at Apple be like, yeah, let's let them be on ESPN with their biggest <coughs> games, but you know, take the trash out over here in, uh, in, in, in Apple TV and yeah. uh, let's see how that goes. Yeah. You're not going to do that. Well, I, I, I just don't think that that's, I don't think that's a thing, yeah. but I, I could be wrong. I mean, hey, maybe I'm wrong. You know, like I, I just, I just don't see that happening. Yeah, I mean, nobody's going to do something that doesn't benefit them. You know, and, and that's why I say, like, I, you've you've maintained for a long time that if you're going to do a stream deal, you got to go all in on it. And I, 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 I'm with that idea. I think that you know, especially with the position you're in in the Pac-12, like you're leaning and and I guess hedging more and more towards doing an Apple TV heavy deal. And the problem is, is there's no such thing as a Apple TV heavy deal because they make you be exclusive. So it's like, hey, whether it's Apple TV or Amazon, you have to go all in. And I don't feel like the MLS specifically has done a good job of reaching into the depths of the consumer to say, hey, come check us out. Hey, come do a 10-day, 30-day, or what a $10, 30-day trial. And I guess dude. if you're like, a Pac-12 fan, what are you willing to pay for that? I'm not willing to pay $100 a year for Pac-12 football. But, but what if they did, like, for MLS, not to get too far in the weeds, but, like, for MLS, if you just did, hey, it's 5 bucks for a week. If you hate it, you, there's no commitment, right? If you like it, okay, the price is the price. You know what I mean? Like, they need to be doing more than that. Putting putting stuff through, you know, uh, cell phone companies as part of a, a new every two renewal is not going to get the job done. But that doesn't, by the way, that does not get you MLS. The, the, the deals that they're doing are not getting you MLS. Yeah. They're getting you Apple TV. They're not, t- the T-Mobile deal does not get you free MLS access. Yeah. So I think they're again, hoping that people taking advantage of that will sign up. Though. And and in the comments section, let's hear from you on this. How much are you willing to pay for Pac-12 TV? If if you're on Apple TV, and I want to state this before we go too far, my strongest opinion is the Pac-12. If they're going to go all in, should go all in with with Amazon. But my my best belief is the deal that they need to do is a Friday night game on Amazon. And a couple of games a week with the ESPN family and networks. Right. Period. That's a deal that needs to be done. That's what's best for the Pac-12 here today. The problem is, I think that deal is $22 million. And I think I don't think they can get a grant or right on that deal. But I'm telling you, <coughs> that's a deal they should do. Yeah. The deal I think they will do, I have no idea. But if you are a Pac-12 fan, how much are you willing to pay to see Pac-12 football and basketball? Because I've I've got to be honest, I'm not willing to pay it. I'm too much, I'm too much of a a sports consumer to pay a hundred dollars a year for it. If you allow me to watch, you know, if you will allow me to watch the biggest games, including Utah, let me have access to Utah, and I can buy them a la carte. I will do that. Yeah, I will do that. But I am not willing to pay a hundred dollars a year because I don't watch Oregon State unless they're good. But why? But why would Apple? make the consumer 
subscribe at the level they have to subscribe. Well, because they know yeah. that if they were to offer a la carte in that type of model, what would, any, what would everyone do? Well, they just buy a la carte. I, I'm not interested in Apple TV. I'm interested in the football game. Yeah. I, I'm not interested in your reality TV series that you're producing. Yeah. Because once again, you haven't done a good enough job telling the story of Apple TV and what exactly you offer. I couldn't name one show on Apple TV. Honestly, like I'm not even kidding. I couldn't name one show. Now, I know I'm not intimately familiar with Paramount, but I know Mayor of Kingstown is on it, and I know that I've watched that show. But where do I where episode. do I get Mayor where do I get Mayor of Kingstown though? I don't get it through Paramount Plus. I get it through Amazon Prime Video. Yeah. That's where I get it. Yeah, dude. Everything I stream, anything I'm paying for is through Amazon Prime Video. That and I think the the obvious thing, what did I buy today? I bought breaks for my Grand Cherokee on Amazon. I buy pro my protein bars, Amazon. Right? Like my dog food, Amazon. My laundry detergent comes through Amazon. Like all of these things I get through Amazon. I get my streaming video through Amazon. I get my Thursday night football through Amazon. Yeah. It's already baked in, right? It's already baked in. Yeah. And if the rumors are true that we are going to get a, a, an Amazon Prime Sports mobile app, forget it. It's over. There's no good reason that the Pac-12, and as they are constituted with these 10 teams, they have strong football brands in the Pac-12. Washington, Oregon, Utah can compete at the top of any conference in this country. Yeah. Any single conference. They can compete at the top of it. You don't need USC and UCLA to survive. Yeah. Now, are you going to thrive at the level you would with Los Angeles? You're not. Without USC, I, I don't put much value in UCLA football. I think it's basketball school. They, they don't win on the football field. They just don't, right? So I put a lot of value in USC because it's a football powerhouse. Lincoln Riley's there. Caleb Williams there. Everybody wants to see him. But I got to pay five bucks to see USC in, in, in Utah. I'm happy to do that, right? Like I'm more than happy to do that. Yeah. But without USC in the conference, I think you're going to struggle. And it is what it is. I, I think... The biggest question is is still unanswered. What is the Big Ten's appetite for Oregon and Washington? Because I think that's where you really get into some difficult times if you are the Pac-12. I think if you lose Arizona's or if you lose Oregon and Washington, you are in real trouble. Well, I think we know. I mean, President Robbins at Arizona admitted, straight up stated, that the deal was originally going to be USC and Oregon, not yeah. USC and UCLA. So we know that the Big Ten has a big-time appetite for Oregon. And, and yeah, hey, if President Robbins, hey, if you want to mock Oregon and say, because he straight up said, hey, they wear a bunch of different colored jerseys and they win on the football field. That's why they want them. Yeah, you're not wrong. They well, do. It, ain't the, it ain't the worst basketball court in all of college sports. Yeah, you know what I mean? But it'll you know, do. You know. Like, come on, They man. want that like, Phil Knight money. Yeah. And they so, want that Phil Knight money. Like, you understand it. And, and I think the thing is, I feel like a lot of people got high on Washington because Washington had such a good year on the football field. But the reality of the situation is Washington is not good every single year for the last five years like Oregon. I would been. agree. So that's the trouble. I would agree. I think it is. 
Look, man, I, I just don't happen to think this is rocket science. Neither is hitting the like button right now, please. It really helps the channel grow. We are rapidly approaching 14,000 subs on this channel. Yeah. I think we're like 50 away or something stupid like that. Yeah. Um, on the channel. So we would love to get to 14,000 today during the show. We're at uh, 13,981. We're 19 Go. subscribers away get from 14,000. Hook it up. We appreciate you. We appreciate Tom. Oh. Let's Here we go. go. Let's go. Let's go. We're starting early and often, baby. Tom's a member of the show now. Tom, our newest member. Welcome to the program. We appreciate you very much, Tom. Thank you for that. Um, our membership is pretty simple to understand. Um, here is a link. I'm going to put it in the comments section right now. Um, the way this works is you have two tiers. $1.99 a month supports the show. Get your comment read before non-members. We shout you out as a member. Yeah. At $9.99 a month, our upper tier, you get exclusive access to our members-only Instagram chat where we give you all of our exclusive inside information on the NBA, college sports, all of our Pac-12 stuff goes into that group first. We're giving away WWE uh, tickets Friday night here at the Maverick Center. Everybody in our group got those a uh, uh, full four hours ahead of everybody else on the His show. John C. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> there's a lot of perks. And by the way, the community, the chat during NBA games, the chat during football games and basketball games. The World Baseball Classic that happens once every generation. I, I'm telling you, the, the Instagram chat is worth its weight in gold. Yeah. Worth its weight in gold. Tom, welcome to the membership. We appreciate you. Uh, Charles Chamberlain, not a member of the show, especially as they haven't really expanded their own footprint. Charles, I missed your previous one. He said, it was a terrible decision for the pack to leave the door open to the Big 12 to enter the footprint by getting BYU. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. But I, I, I think you got outmaneuvered. And you got outmaneuvered by USC. And again, it, as I said a minute ago, I think the world of USC as a brand and a powerhouse. You don't have to love the Trojans you don't, in any way, shape, or form athletically. I don't know that any of us do. You have to respect USC as an institution, right? When their president said, no, we're not interested in expanding. And then she said that because she had put her name on a piece of paper, allegedly already, and faxed it over to the Big Ten. <laughs> Excellent strategy, Dude, sir. So USC is the one that outmaneuvered the Pac-12. USC is why we're here. USC is exactly why we're here. There's no doubt about that. You know, like it, it, it's just, it's, it's incredible to me that when you look at the numbers in this conference, I don't know how you explain it. James Knight, uh, what's up with you, my friend? It, James Knight, by the way, for all of you who don't know, is in yeah. Melbourne, Australia. Yeah. So we'll, uh, always good to see you. 14,000 subs. That's crazy, guys. It hey, is. We're on the track to 20, man. Let's go. The last year, this show has exploded. Yeah. I mean, it has been, you know, essentially. From the time we broke the news on Rudy Gobert about a year and a half ago, um, this channel's just exploded, and we work very hard. So the fact that um, you know we add about a thousand, two thousand subs a month is 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 amazing. You yeah. without you guys, I mean, without all five hundred of you that are watching the show, we couldn't do what we do. So we appreciate you. RFR Mac, a member of the show, says Pac-12 board met this morning. I'm told presidents received a positive update. And the process will continue. I was told directly today that essentially what Klyavkov updated on the TV deal was we are status quo. 
And <laughs> he essentially said, we are in the process of... Because what happened was, and for those of you who don't know, we've this is not new information. We've had it on the show for several weeks. Yeah, They have a deal done. The reason that ESPN and the Pac-12 haven't talked in weeks, ESPN got to the point where they said, this is what we're willing to do, take it or leave it. Right. And so there's nothing for them to talk about. They went back to, Klyovkov took it to the executive committee and the way the Pac-12 is set up. Of the 10 remaining schools, because USC and UCLA are no longer in that conversation directly. Right. They have three presidents that make up the executive committee. They each have a pod of presidents that they go back and work with. And the process is, hey, we have this deal. This is where we're at. How do you guys feel about that? The executive committee chops it up. They dice it up and they take it to their pods of, of presidents. Yeah. President said, we're not doing that. It's not enough money. It's not enough. I was told it's about the volume of streaming and the money combined was not a, a non-starter for eight out of the 10 presidents, right. right? So their choice was re-engage Apple. So about a month ago, you heard the news that they re-engaged Apple. And I think they, they are trying to figure out how can they get a grant of rights with 50% or more streaming. That's where it is in the Pac-12. Yeah, They're trying to figure out how much streaming are the presidents willing to accept. Because we've heard pretty routinely, it's somewhere between 25% and 50% <coughs> and definitely not 100%. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anybody knows. I think from the, the presidents we've heard from, I don't think there's a president in the Pac-12 that because of their age largely... Yeah, I don't think there's a president in the Pac-12 that's willing to do 100% streaming. Yeah, and I think this concept of the hesitation around streaming is is pretty incredible. Like, you know, you, you look at shows like ours, shows like Pat McAfee, like, you know, you look at the different options you have in the streaming world for entertainment right now, and it's pretty clear that streaming is here. And and I'm not... I, I, I guess I'm just surprised that that the people leading these universities are unable to grasp it because ultimately you're research institutions. You have all these resources to do research and understand, Hey, like where is like, like as an example, how long does someone watch a television, a television product that is That's not right. streamed internet, but a television product versus that same product on an internet stream that's on a TV. You got to know the difference between that. How long? But I'm being serious. You got to know the difference. But it's true. The problem is like, I don't think the ratings for radio and TV in this country are completely broken. And as you're saying, on stream, I can tell you how many people list, watch something on our channel every single minute. Yeah. What they watched, how long they watched it, when they watched it, how many times they've watched it, yeah. where they live, what zip code they're in what their age is, what their gender because is. Because there's this little thing called an IP address. And YouTube mandates that if you're going to have an account, you give them certain information. Yes. And Google is a business of aggregating demographics. Yeah. On, on radio, you have no idea who's listening ever anytime. You're guessing. Like, we know for a fact that in a 28-day period on this show, we're pushing 400,000 views. We know that. We know that the average person watches our live stream for 29 minutes. We know that. The Pac-12 has no idea how any of that works. No yeah, idea. They have to have all these conversations. The fact that the Pat McAfee show is getting 
$30 million a year from FanDuel to be on YouTube Live every day. Yeah. And the Pac-12 and its presidents don't want to go 100% streaming. Tells you that this conference doesn't understand business. When you don't understand why live streaming free video, you need to be free. Ask MLS right now. And by the way, we've asked Apple TV, we've asked Amazon, we've asked ESPN, we've asked all the players. By the way, we got another no from the University of Utah today. Yeah. We asked Mark Harlan to come on, the athletic director. We asked the president to come on. We got a resounding no. No, no, no. And straight up, we were told by Utah people that they don't want to answer your follow-up questions. This is a code 10 abort. I don't know what to tell you about, but, but the good news was one of our guys at Utah agreed that the interview on, on KSL Sports Zone with Hans Olsen was embarrassing, <laughs> which gave me great pleasure, by the way. So, you know, it is what it is. Let's see. Uh, who else is in today? Uh, Dibs. What's up, Dibs? A member of the show. If a P5 conference is defined as having the ability to, quote, assert control, does the inability to assert that control in their TV negotiations already prove the Pack are just a G5 conference now? I don't know what it proves. What it yeah. proves is Brett Yormark kicked the crap out of the Pac-12 in TV deals. Yeah, I think what that's you, what I it think, says. I think it proves what you said though. Like, hey, they got outmaneuvered. Like, yes. it, it proves that you know Brett has has just been a step ahead the whole time. And I think what it also proves, really at the foundation, because I think we has been ready for this role. Brett Yormark has experience. Go look at his track record. Yep. You will see that this is not dude's first rodeo. And George Klyavkov is quite the opposite. George Klyavkov, in his introductory press conference as commissioner of the Pac-12, go find it on YouTube, flat out said, hey, I was, I, I, I was surprised that people, uh, or I wasn't surprised that people didn't know who I was because I flew under the radar, right? Yes. Like, I was not some big head honcho. So that's what I'm saying. Maybe we should stop saying Brett Yormark outmaneuvered him, even though he is regularly. Maybe we should start saying the president group uh, and the chancellors and the leadership in the Big 12 is just simply better at what they do than the folks in the Pac-12. I'm sorry, Utah fan. This is a reality we've seen play out. I agree. Uh, a reality we've also seen play out is the explosion of Bucked Up Energy, the official energy drink of the Monty Show, and I cannot tell you how excited I am to have a can of Miami back in my hands today. It is one of the most difficult, I, you laugh. It is one of the most difficult flavors of yes. bucked up energy to get the black can of Miami. It's 300 milligrams of caffeine, yeah, it's zero, got some punch. zero sugar, but it's nice and level punch and it's comfortable and it tastes exquisite. It yes. is so good. Don't take our word for it. Go to Bucked Up, any of the Bucked Up stores. Uh, tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. They will absolutely give you a free can of Bucked Up Energy. Oh, you want free samples? Okay, that's fine too. In the description of this show below, what you are going to see is that there is a free sample link where you get not one, not two, but three free samples of your choice. You pick them. If you're a workout guy like we are, we're yeah. 5 a.m. workout guys. Yep. You got to have pre-workout at that hour. Try all of their pre-workouts. And by the way, the best shaker cup in the business, Bucked Up Shaker Cups are amazing. They'll nice. give you that free. So three free samples, a free shaker cup. They'll send it right to your front door, coast to coast, no matter where you are in the great United States of America. The United States of Mike Trout. Click the... Stop. 
Click the link below for the free samples at Bucked Up. If you want to go to buckedup.com and order your, your supplements, use the promo code MONTY to get 20% off at checkout. But do yourself a favor. Go find yourself a Bucked Up Miami. Yeah. Yeah, let me let me get let me I gotta get in on this right here, man. Cause it is good. Dude, I've missed you so much, baby. Dude, Miami is by far the best. Mango oh. Tango second, in my opinion, but Miami sweetheart, is just dude, it's head and shoulders. Bro. I have I have missed you so much, sweetheart. I'm so bricked up right now. Dude, and I'm bricked up because of the can of Miami. I'm telling you, it is spectacular to have it on the program. So we appreciate that. Thanks to uh everybody who uh hooks it up. Um, Sacktown is just going on and on about UCLA. Here's the problem with UCLA. The Big Ten wasn't after UCLA. Nope. The Big Ten was after USC. Yeah. But UCLA went along because USC needed a travel partner. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, Big Horn Basin. Love how the Monty Show calls it like it is. Great show, guys. Always is. Dude, can Thank we you. get, can we get, appreciate you, bro. Can we get one person to gift one membership for Big Horn? Love the name. Like, let's get you into the membership, bro. Entry level. Get in on this. Let's go. Get into the, you guys. If you're not a member, you can cancel anytime. At least try the membership out. Yeah, dude. Because I'm telling you, it's amazing. Yeah. Rene Roca, also not a member. Maybe the stream team's presidents will take a majority streaming deal just not to look like fools. I think it's absolutely a possibility. Yeah. Absolutely. Andrew, a member of the show. Um, says Sacktown wrong again. <laughs> UCLA is a great baseball school and a great basketball school. They don't win in football. Yeah, their football program sucks. Program. They don't. And I know that DTR was there 17 seasons. He was a great quarterback. Yeah, Chip Kelly's no Lincoln Riley. But he'll do for you, UCLA. I mean, and you just extended him, right? It, it's, it's crazy. Uh, TS Solutions Pro says, just curious why YouTube is not in the mix. Well, Great question. Yeah. We've talked about this. Larry Scott told us at Pac-12 Media Day, dude, it must have been five years ago now. At least. And it's on the channel, the interview with Larry Scott. He said they were talking to Google, YouTube. Yeah. And it never materialized. Because YouTube TV, I, I, I still maintain YouTube TV is going to become a power in the sports world. I mean, you, you've got, they're going to get NBA, I would think. Yeah. They're going to have – they they have the NFL already. I mean, come on now. Yeah. Why would you not? I think Google would be a great think, place look, for that. I think the thing that we all have to remember, too, in the big picture, the NBA deal is up. And the NBA deal is a big deal to YouTube and ESPN yes. and all these players. Yes. So, so the reason I bring up the NBA deal is because the NBA is so highly coveted because it is such a revenue-generating machine – regardless of what you think of their politics and you know how the league is run and, and and all that stuff, the reality is they make a bunch of money. So they're highly coveted. So I do think there's this piece of this whole Pac-12 situation where you have people like Apple or Amazon saying, hey, we got to make sure that we've got our, our pot of money ready to compete on the NBA. Like, you got to make sure you're ready for that. By the way, everybody is running the same smack at Sacktown. Tom, a member of the show, says, quote, the Rose Bowl's once again empty as UCLA readies to take the on the Pac-12. Here we are at the Rose Bowl all by <laughs> ourselves as UCLA takes on Oregon State in a game that nobody gives a shit about. Hey, where's the, where's the crickets? Where's the cricket sounder here, man? Right? Like, Stay hard. No, yeah, that, no yeah, that's, that's the wrong one. That's not that's it. Not it. Uh, hi, join me and all the crickets down in the grass as uh, UCLA uh, takes on... Uh, <laughs> Sacramento State. 
Light the beam. And uh, yeah, you turn that beam on, buddy. Um, there's more lumens in that beam than there are fans at the Rose Bowl today as we get ready to kick off UCLA football. I just want to thank you all. All right. Welcome. Okay. Wow, dude. Everybody running the same smack. Oh, my God. Andrew. UCLA UCLA average 3,000 fans at football games. They don't even run their own city. All right, welcome to the Rose Bowl, everybody. Uh, me and 2,999 of my closest friends in a 100,000-seat stadium. <laughs> I'm up here at the top in the press box. They all look like ants, and I can't really see them hiding hey behind those seats. Hey, guys. Right? Dude, it's crazy. Get your binoculars out. Uh, some of the games at the Rose Bowl for UCLA football. <laughs> Skycam uh, showed a lot of empty seats. Bro, seriously. DeLambo in the hizzy. What's up, DeLambo? I average four hours a day per week watching on YouTube. It's the future of TV. I work 60 plus hours a week. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we all know that uh, all four hours a day are spent here. Duh. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Patrick Boren. What's up, Patrick? Good to see you, my my Baylor Bear. Says, I have Amazon, but not Apple TV, but Apple has links to the pack. Yeah, I I really want it to be Amazon. <laughs> I, I really want it to be Amazon. Okay, wait, um, hold on. Wait, wait, scroll back up, scroll back up. To what? I, I just have to see Sacktown's uh, comment here, uh, four up right here, that says, uh, because you have a bad show. Okay, well, I mean, you know, that take is really valid, dude. Thanks for being here. We yeah, appreciate man. the watch time, stud. Yeah, well, I mean, what are we, uh, 56 the, but minutes But you know in, what man. the problem is? I loved my time in Sacramento. Yeah. I loved working at Sports 1140, KHTK. I loved it. It's a great place to live. Kings fans are amazing. Yeah. And then you get dudes like this. My show is better. Go Kings. I'm sure it is. Yeah. I'm sure it is. You know. UCLA football fans can't mask its financial woes. That's the other thing about UCLA. They have suffered massively with that Under Armour deal. And, you well, know, hopefully they get back some. You know? Mayor McCluskey says it's so tired of all the Pac-6 media talk. Good crap. I wish they'd just make the deal with K-Jazz and be done with it. Could you imagine? Did you note dude's new name? What, that mid McCluskey? Yeah, dude. Jeremy Bolton is the mayor of Monty Town. Yeah. So Mid McCluskey's not really going to get it done. Yeah. Yeah. This hour of the show, as always, presented by our good friends at Papa Murphy's Pizza, the best pizza in the business. And again, in the comments section, I'll fight for this. Red sauce or barbecue sauce? Hello, okay, man. I'm telling you it's barbecue sauce. Yeah. Try it for yourself if don't you haven't. Mid. Don't be mid. Don't be mid. Try it for yourself if you haven't, and don't forget to try the double bacon cheddar. Fresh out of Papa Murphy's Kitchen, the limited-time double bacon cheddar pizza. Uh, actually, it's fresh out of my oven. Dad, it's just an expression. <sighs> Mozzarella, crispy bacon, and Canadian bacon with nacho cheddar cheese sauce. Now that is an expression. At Papa Murphy's, we make great pizza, so you can make the pizza great. In my oven. Order now at papamurphys.com. There you go, Papa Murphy's. Make sure you use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase at $25 or more. I'm telling you, their pizzas are great. Their marinara meatball. But the take and bake chocolate chip cookies, yes. do it right. Do it right. We talked about how the Girl Scouts screwed us on the cookies. Why would we ever go away from Papa Murphy's Take and Bake chocolate chip cookies? I, I, I don't know what I was thinking. 
I apologize for my sins. Yeah. And by the way, it's absolutely uh, barbecue sauce on pizza. All day. It, it is, you know. Dude, you, you one hour to. down. One hour down. We're already. already one hour down. Absolutely right. Capazzo says garlic chicken, best ever pizza, minus the blue cheese. See, See I, that's my guy Capazzo, right there. That's my guy. Capazzo representing the Jeezy, man. I'm telling you, no blue cheese ever, ever, never, ever, ever, even if there's a fire. Yeah, dude. Gumby extra regular. Or no, he's uh, T-Duck says, I've been to the Rose Bowl many times. It's a relic, a dump. Tear it down already. I don't know Because about it's garbage. Let's settle down. Gumby Extra Regular says, hashtag red sauce. Dude. Okay. Uh, Brent Burnett says, the Monty Show is on the up as these uh, two are figuring it out. Facts, please. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. JC says, the answer uh, to both the Pac-12 and the Big 12 is Fresno State. It's... <laughs> I have it on good authority from me, Mr. Nobody. Fres what, okay, and, see? See, but, you know what that is? Somebody's watching our shorts. Yeah. That's so, what that is. Somebody is watching our shorts. That's what that is. The issue is that no Fresno. Fresno State fans come out of the woodwork. They're more pissed off than Sacramento Kings fans are today. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. Like you say the word Gonzaga. Stay hard. And people just get bricked up. <laughs> Right? Like, people are like, oh, Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Right? Like, you just get lit. Lit. But I you like Gonzaga. You don't like Fresno State. Gonzaga. No, you know. Uh, update on the Monty Show presented by our good friends at The Advocates. Theadvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business. We are at 13,990. Come on, bro. 10. 40 subscribers that hour. Come on, let's go. Let's go. 10 more subscribers done. to go. Please hit the like button. If you are not a subscriber to the show, uh, please consider it. Uh, we're trying to get to 8 million subscribers on this here program. Uh, I don't. It, could you imagine the, the day that we cross a million subs? Can you imagine? Jake got in his time machine <laughs> and figured it out. Uh, welcome. No, t no, no. Wow. Comment dump. Good Lord. Uh, Charles M says, what's the primary difference between the PAC 12 and the big 12 that makes the most difference dollar wise time zones covered? Uh, I don't think so. No, I think the biggest difference. Uh, well, I think there's a couple. I mean, I, I think right now today, the biggest one that's making a difference is trust. I, I think that people trust that Brett, your mark will, will make them more money over time. I think that you know, the Big 12 has has made a lot of good decisions lately, and I think that's garnered them a lot of momentum and trust. And, and, and the reality is, at this point, there's no getting away from the fact that the Pac-12 got its face beat in in the bracket this year, and the Big 12 is lighting up the Sweet 16. Like, there's no getting around that. So I think people are just sitting here saying, like, whoa, like, hey, Arizona State lost, Arizona lost. Like, you know, all these programs are losing, and yet the Big 12 is having a bunch of success. By the way, you know, they've they've already just added four teams to their conference. Like they they've got, you know, data deals done, Jerry World done, like all this stuff that's happening. It's weekly like, they've announced over yeah. the last month, it's every week they've announced something. Yeah. The mayor of Monty Town is now Pack Eight Commissioner McCluskey. Okay, good. He good. says, as Pack Eight Commissioner, I want Fresno State, Utah <laughs> State, Utah Tech, the sleeping giant. Don't you trifle me, boy. Uh and Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> What kind of value would Bishop Sycamore? Hey, guys, guys, guys. Jackass. Guys, if we add Bishop Sycamore to the pack eight. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. 
That would be amazing. Bishop Sycamore. Bishop Sycamore. Hey, by the way, I hear that Bishop Sycamore's relationship with ESPN is really nice. Real tight, like. Uh, wow, that came out. Wow. Right. Royal Pain 83 says, Blue cheese. If I wanted mold taste in my mouth, I'd eat old bread. <laughs> <laughs> I hate blue cheese. I hate I hate blue cheese so much. I it's no. so bad, dude. No. Uh Pac Twelve Blows says it's like the never ending story. Pac twelve the movie. The name though, Pac Twelve Blows. <laughs> <laughs> CKS says four straight ski national titles. Yeah. Let's go Utes, right? Four straight. I'm not even a Utah fan. I'm a Notre Dame fan, which I probably shouldn't say that out loud. Andrew says, the more sack comments, the more algorithms like the Monty show. So keep them coming. Let's bud. go. You know, that's what I'm saying here. <laughs> that's what I'm saying here. Eight subscribers on, to 14,000. Get, Get it done. 13,992. Let's, Let's go. go. Get it done. Let's go. That's what I'm saying. Tony uh, Walshing. Uh, uh, Tony. Walshing. Yeah, sure. Lashin? Tony Walashin. That's okay. right, T. T-Dub. Uh, if the Big Ten wanted Oregon, they would be in. Well, au contraire, they have yeah. to find a streaming partner because yeah. if the Pac-10 dies and Washington and Oregon leave, how is the Big Ten going to pay Washington and Oregon? Because um, they're not just going to say, okay, Ohio State, you give me a dollar and you give me a Who's giving them money to pay Oregon and Washington? Um, Nobody. So what they need to do is they need to get a streaming deal done so that that new revenue pays for Oregon and Washington. Yeah. So that's the that's the issue there, in my opinion. Um, let's see. Andrew also says, Sacktown loves this show so much he wants them to grow in membership. Nice job, bud. I, you know, I'm here for it. Yeah, dude, let's go. I'm here for it. Uh, Matt Merle says going to Red Lobster later. Oh, those is Red Lobster still a, still a big deal with those bit those garlic gar, isn't it Bites? garlic garlic cheese you know. biscuits? Oh my god, Dude. they're so good. They're so good. Car Wash Channel says uh, what Jake and Monty's real names? Uh, Jake and Monty. What kind of question is that, bro? Why would we change your name? David Sebesta, a member of the show. The Big 12 only has two in the Sweet 16. Let's get off the horse. But I think when we're talking about basketball, I think what you're seeing is that as a basketball conference, the Big 12 is a superior basketball conference. But I agree. Their performance in the tournament, Kansas, there's no way to get away from Kansas. Yeah, Kansas had a rough year. Right? But the TCU loss really hurt. But as a conference, it's a far it's the best basketball Dude, conference. There's no in the question country. if you said, hey, who's got the better basketball conference? It's the Big Twelve. And I don't think Sebastian's saying that. But I, I think yeah. I agree that Big Twelve fans are like, oh, we're amazing. Well, Kansas wasn't so amazing when Bill Self had his ticker clicked, right? Like, I mean Damn, you went there, bro. He had heart surgery. He did. I think that's HIPAA. You know. Right? I mean, but if you if you look at the bracket, yeah, there's not a whole lot of well, I mean, does Gonzaga <laughs> represent the, the Big 12? Well, they're going to the Big 12. Where'd you get Gonzaga. that news first? Right here on the Monty. I show. like Gonzaga. 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 You're welcome. <laughs> Bill G gives us uh, eight th- eight bins of popcorn. Okay. Appreciate that. I like that. You know. 
Uh, Utah Jizz wants to know, does Tony Altamore live in Sacramento? <laughs> I don't know who Tony, Tony Altamore is. Uh, Bigfoot Duck says, you think you need to out-sack Nuttown uh, a timeout, Monty? Well, no. Let, no, I, I don't think just so, Just keep dude. going. Yeah, dude, fill I mean, it up. Well, how are we doing on subs? Where are Sack we Sacktown, keep going. Yeah, Haven't I crossed mean, the line yet. Well, I know we're just a hack that's not as good as Sacktown is. I mean, his show's amazing. Right. Eight to go. 13,992. Okay. Yep. Let's go. Let's do it. Get it done. Kurt Myers said Jake and Tim. Kurt? It's the Monty Show. Good to see you. Uh, Deckass. Bill G says Utah Tech. I'm telling you guys, I know it's crazy. Utah Tech is a sleeping giant. Whether you want to get on board with that. Bro, what are you talking about, And I about, know that man? everybody here says no. I'm telling you, it is. Uh, suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. Gives us a $20 tip to ask, who pays the $50 million to Comcast if the Pac-12 breaks up? I don't know. A judge is probably going to decide that. Uh, yeah, a, uh, the paperwork. Uh, all the institutions are going to be on the hook for that. They yeah. signed a grant of rights, which means they approved a contract that was negotiated with Comcast. So that contract doesn't go away. Comcast becomes a creditor. Let's, and the Pac-12 is not melting down. I just don't see that happening. But if it to, were to disappear, which it won't, um, I think the thing that is painfully obvious is that you are going to get a situation where you're going to have a creditor or yeah. a thousand. Yeah. And Comcast at that point would become a, credit, a creditor. You know, uh, suck it up, Buttercup. Thanks for the 20 bucks, dude. I really yeah, appreciate, appreciate you guys you. being here. Um, let's see. Christopher Shannon says, Bill Self there, they win. Yeah, yes. but he wasn't, so they didn't. So and, they didn't. You know, Seven I, subscribers to go. Let's go, baby. To 14,000. Um, let's see. Bill G says, Houston is still in the Big 12, uh, in, in not Big 12 yet, one seed. They are. A year from now, that's a different but story. But that's an interesting point. I wonder if people look at a program like Houston this year and they say, hey, like, yeah, sure, they're not in the Big 12. Yeah, but this is a Big 12 team. Like, they're going in the conference. Like, this is what the Big 12 is going to get. Yeah. You can't tell me that's not happening. I agree. By the way, New York Monty fan. What do we got? What's up? Good to see. Nothing. I'm happy to see New oh, York Monty Yeah, fan. what's up? He says, uh, not sure if you know this, but Monty and Jake are a pretty big deal around here. You know. Thanks, Monty fan. Good to see you. Uh, main event says, Mr. Monkeys, KU lost that game because they didn't make free throws down the stretch. Yeah. Well, and they didn't execute in the second half almost at all, by the way. But I think, yeah, I think if Bill Self is there, they win. Uh, Pack 8 Commissioner McCluskey says, New York Monty fan. Hey, man, long yeah, time dude. no see. Good Best. to see you. JC, a member of the show on, on the celly with your Mac working out the details for Fresno State. Hey, you start talking shit. No, you're not. Uh, are you? Is that true? That's not true. Uh, Journeyman SW, do you think it's possible that the Pac-12 is in such a predicament that they could end up not making a TV deal and just letting the contract run out? I, I seriously doubt I it. I don't think you just let the contract run out. But what I do think is that there's a real possibility that, that the way this conference looks right now is going to be vastly different in 18 months. Like, I'm talking about, well, you know, like... And, and I don't know enough about the process of going from P5 to G5 or like what that looks like. But I'm telling you that if you told me two years from now that, hey, the Pac-12 fell from grace because they couldn't get this done. And now they're a G5 level conference and San Diego State and SMU joined or whatever. And, you know, all that happened and you lost all your premier talent. That wouldn't surprise me, dude, because like I said earlier in the program, for those of you just joining, 
The trouble is, is that there's no good way to get this deal done because your presidents are philosophically not aligned on streaming versus TV. Apple is saying, hey, you have to exclusively be here for us to do a deal with you. Yeah. And ESPN's not interested in being tier one. So where do you go? I think it's a really interesting question. I truly do. Um, and I don't know that it has an answer. Yeah. Honest to goodness, I don't know that it has an answer. But I know the right answer is always to go to TridayTrading.com uh, and get your $10 30-day free trial at TridayTrading.com. They're back on the show. It is always great when you get people um, that know the show works and they want to hook Monty Show listeners up. They have a great deal right now. We've told you about Triday Trading for a year on this show. Yeah. It is the best side hustle you'll ever get into. I am a guy that looks at the market. I am a guy that day trades regularly. I am a guy that loves the stock market. But when you're doing this for a living, you need somebody like Triday Trading to show you how. They have people on a daily basis that go through their program that today in this country are making thousands of dollars today trading. And you should be making that money as well. When you went to work this morning, when you woke up this morning and you put your feet on the floor and you were dreading getting in the car and driving to work or dreading going into your home office to do your job today, TridayTrading.com. Yeah. When you're the guy that hates that boss and you can't get away from it and you got that annual review and they're like, yeah, we're not going to be able to give you a raise today. TridayTrading.com. When, hey, they're like, yeah, we can't match your 401k anymore. TridayTrading.com. When you get laid off, TridayTrading.com. It's $10 for a 30-day membership. That $10 you pay goes to charity. And if at the end of that 30 days, it's not for you, hey man, no hard feelings. You tried though, right? Because the worst thing in the world is complaining and doing nothing about it. You and I both know you want to be making more money. Yeah. You and I both know you want a better job. You and I both know you've always dreamed of working for yourself. TridayTrading.com. Click right in the middle of the screen, $10, 30-day free trial, Fill out the form. It takes about 20 seconds. In the drop-down, click the Monty Show. You're done. Yeah. That's it. That's all it takes. They're going to walk you through the process of becoming a professional day trader. You want to do it as a side hustle? Their side hustles make hundreds of dollars a day. They're traders that do it part-time. And Jake and I used to work with a bunch yep. at, at the old Yelpatory. Yep. Guys that day trade on the side make hundreds of dollars a day. Yeah. The people who do it full-time make thousands of dollars a day. And when you learn how to day trade, your first trades are with Triday Trading's money. And when you make money with their money, you get 80% of the profits. Yeah. And it costs you $10 to find out how. Yeah. That's it. 10 bucks. That's all you got to do. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. You want to support us? TridayTrading.com. Do it. Spend the 10 bucks. Find out what it's about. Make sure you click the Monty Show in the drop down. Our good friend Alema Harrington supposed to be on the show this week. Yeah. He yep. is supposed we to be on the show it. this week. We are efforting it. We'll see. Welcome TridayTrading.com back to the program. Yeah. They left. They said you guys did a great job. We want to get you back into the fold. Let's do it. TridayTrading.com is the way to go about that. Uh, Car Wash Channel gives us a $1.99 and says, if Jake chugs a bucked up, I'll gift a 1,000 members. Yeah, somehow I don't believe that, dude. I, I don't, don't think I you'll don't, do that. I, I don't believe that, dude. I don't think you'll do that. I think you should gift, I think you should gift 10 memberships just because. You should pay it forward. Well, if he gifts 100 memberships, will you chug your bucked up? Yes. Okay. I, Car Wash I, Channel. This, this, this bucked up is, is very close to full. There you go, Car Wash Got to gift 100 memberships. There you go. 
You get you gift 100 memberships. Jake will chug is bucked up right now. Yeah. Brandon Butler says, is it possible that Washington or, or, or Washington and Oregon block this deal until the TV deal runs out so they can leave with no penalties? Wow. It is not. Wow. There's just no there's no upside to that because the deal expires a year from now. If they want it out, they just don't sign the grant of rights in a year from now. They they go on their merry way. I think what he's alluding to, though, is like by not signing the grant of rights, you're essentially holding up the rest of the conference. Because that's the, that's the other thing that I think is so archaic about grant of rights situations. I've never understood why, you know, universities aren't just out there selling themselves and doing all this on their own, like on the side. Like for me, I like if Oregon and Washington were to not sign the grant of rights, that holds up the rest of the conference. And I, we just got done talking about how USC essentially backstabbed the conference, lied to their face, then went and signed a deal with the Big Ten. Like it wouldn't surprise me if part of their 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 motivation is is they're sitting here like, man, like how are we a P five with some of the best educational institutions in the land? Truly, some of the best, and we can't get equal revenue in our athletic department. It's crazy. I would be frustrated too. Yeah, it's it, it's crazy to think that that I. I yeah. The frustration in these in these departments. Yeah, dude. When you're looking at the money that the Big Ten is getting, it, it is gotta be paralyzing. Yeah. It has to be paralyzing. Dave says, Do you think Texas, OUSC, and UCLA ever come crawling back uh to the twelve and the pack respectively? I do not. No. Nah. I I think Texas and Oklahoma will thrive in the SEC. Although I'm not a Sarkeesian guy, so I don't know that he's the guy that brings them back to prominence. Yeah. Um and especially when, you know, it's guys like Lane Kiffin at Old Miss. Um, I think you you have an awfully steep hill to climb. Yeah. You know, that that to me is that to me is a real problem. By the way, um your boy Car Wash Channel says the can has to be new unopened. Oh uh, well, we don't have another one in the fridge right now, bro. Yeah, so sorry, sorry brother. I can't do that. Matt Nichols uh says you guys missed my super chat. Oh, well Oh, we did? Well, let's go back and figure that out. I don't out. think Super Chat comes through on here. Yeah, it does. Oh, it does? Uh, let's see. Matt Nichols gives us $2 to say, SEC has one more uh, tournament team, but four more total teams. I mean, the SEC's had a good run. Yeah. The Alabama thing leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Wow. With the, the And I'm not going to keep you know piling on the kid, but it does not make you feel good. Yeah, but the, the Nick Saban trolling of his own basketball coach made it feel a little better. Yeah, I just yeah, that to me is that to me is a big deal. Yeah. Um, you guys, everybody here is all over blocking Sacktown. We don't block people. We don't block people. They it, unless he's imitating somebody else and we don't know it, I'm we're not blocking him. So I apologize. You can mute him, by the way. Uh if Jake Chugs a bucked up, I will give twenty memberships. See, we can't do it that route though. See, I, I agree with what you were saying. I'm I'm happy to do it, but but you have to earn the chugging. You have to give you, the you membership. You have to give the membership. Okay, there it is. Delaric gifted 10 Monty Show memberships. Is he someone that wanted me to chug it, though? I don't think he is. I think Delaric just has a huge heart. Yeah, and, see? You know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. He's just a, a super nice guy. You know. I don't think he is. Uh, Big Jack 512 says program. Yeah, dude. Program. Program, dude. Exactly right. Uh, program. Time to whip it out, Jake. Program. Time to whip it out, Jake. Yeah, dude. New memberships are coming. I'm telling you. Let's see. What do we who's, got? What do we got who's here? Who's on the, uh, let's see. Brandon Unruh was gifted a membership. Let's go. Hell yeah. Brandon, welcome to the program. Appreciate that. Utah Jizz says chug, chug, chug. Man, I can't do it, dude. I need, I, you know. 
You have to earn that. You don't chug. And you're terrible at yeah, chugging. I'm, I'm really bad at it, dude. DA says uh, it's time for you. To, everybody wants you to chug, man. Yeah, well, start gifting memberships. Yeah, And by I the agree. way, get us past 14,000. James Knight says, uh, from my experience, guys, don't uh, don't be disheartened if Monty misses your comment because of the flood of comments. James, I yeah. appreciate you, brother. Yeah, I appreciate, I appreciate you, you, you James. It's not something. Um, it's not something we do intentionally, you guys. We get a lot of comments. Yeah, Matthew Nichols. Hey, let's go. Let's go, Matthew Nichols. Welcome to the membership. Um, the DA. Welcome to the membership. Let's go. I love Boom it, town. you guys. Boom town. Love it. it. It is. It is awesome to see you guys. Rhett Williams. Let's go, Rhett. What's Hell up, yeah. Brett? Good to see you. Good to see you. Michael Jewett. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Welcome to the membership. You guys, it's amazing. Absolutely love it. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Gary says, uh, bucked up blood raz is nice. You can chug blood raz, Jake. Nah. Mm, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Car wash channel is on this thing, dude. No, dude. Car wash. If you bro. give 20 members, will listen, you listen, chug? Dude. No, it has to be. I mean, what's the what? I'm not singularly making this decision. I mean, what's the benchmark for gifted memberships? I think if listen, listen, it, 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 I, Tyler edits. <laughs> the the all time. Okay, McKinnon Tech Dan giving 10 more. The, okay, here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. This the all-time right all record on the program for memberships added in one show is 52 memberships. Right now, we are at 20 gifted memberships Jake, on the program. You're being a punk ass. Dude. I'm not being a punk ass. How am I being a punk ass? You're really going to chug the whole thing. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Good. Real men pay their bets. Uh. <laughs> there you go there you go congratulations you guys feel better now <laughs> you dude it. i had such a heater going and your burp totally wrecked my flow bro like i had such a good one going dude oh my god that was amazing yeah you didn't even finish it you little bitch <laughs> Oh, that was <laughs> Are you guys happy now? Did, uh, did, yeah, thank oh you. Oh my god. Did dude. we please the crowd? Bro. Did we <laughs> Bro. Dude. Is the we went in. Are you not entertained? Are the masses satisfied now? Now and you did uh, it, oh. Now my bucked up Miami is empty. Damn. Dad gummit. Kurt Myers mm. says this. You, do you know how many? It's and now I'm crying. Uh, Kurt Myers says this ain't a chug. Where's the eagle ass at home? I brought it home. <laughs> I brought it home. Derek Myrie celebrates. <laughs> the DA says LOL. Dude. A says rolling R O F L M A O. <laughs> Tanner laughed. The DA laughed. I hope we entertain Bro, you guys. I'm telling you, I was on such a heater. I'm so bad at chugging stuff. Uh, I was in. Okay. <laughs> Bro, Jesus, dude. Let's go. Bro. Hey, that's the only time I'm allowed to yeah. do it. 
That's it. I appreciate it. Man, that was funny as well. Okay. Got me fired up. And we are at 13,997. Come on, dude. Three more. Let's go. Get it done. Tanner Plummer says, yes, the masses are satisfied. (laughs) I would hope so. I would hope so. Dude, it's hitting. Uh, Brent Burnett says they're drunk now. That's right. By the way, uh, your grammar was terrible there. Uh, it should be T-H-E-Y apostrophe R-E. Thanks so much. That's what I'm saying. Um, oh. Suck it up, Buttercup says, way to buck it up, Buttercup. That's right. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. Um, let's see. Car, Car Wash Channel gives us $2 to say, uh, you have not you not have to chug, Monty. It was only for Jake. Oh, great. <laughs> great. Great. <laughs> Provo Cougar fan, Jake and Monty will have to take an emergency potty dude, break now. You're not kidding, dude. Do, 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 do. I don't even know what we do. Oh my God, it is 420. Speaking of bucked up, the official energy drink of the Monty Show is bucked up energy. We have fun with it every day. In the comments section below, or in the description below, there's a link to get free samples. You get three free samples, and the single greatest shaker cup in the world is bucked up. Their shaker cups are awesome, uh, mainly because the blender balls, who doesn't like having their bowls attached? Uh, The blender balls are attached, right? Mine's full of water right now, but the blender balls are attached to a post on the cup. Um, It makes it such a better experience. If you felt these balls. Dude, I'm telling you, Bucked Up is an amazing partner of ours. Please support them. They're a great local business here in Utah. Um, Go to Bucked Up. Dot com. Get your supplements. Use the promo code Monty to get 20% off at checkout. Um, but get the free samples. Three free samples. Any color of shaker cup you want, hook it up. Oh, two away. 13998. Come, Come on, man. There's how many people we got watching right now? Like 500 Four, right 431. now? 431. 431. Oh, my God. Look at all the gifting happening. Awesome. Oh, look at that. Dude. Look at Dibs giving 50 memberships. Fucking right. Let's go. Fucking right. Let's, Let's go, go, dude. Dibs. That's my guy right dibs, there, bro. Dibs, dibs, dibs. Let's go. Dude. Let's go. Dude, if you are in this oh, chat Jesus. right now. Jeremy Severe has a, a really bad question right now. Yeah. What did I miss? Whoever came up with that shit need to be fired. I can't even explain. Bro, if you're in this chat right now and you don't have a membership, <laughs> you are absolutely choosing not to be a member. That's ridiculous. Oh, my right God. Now. Yeah. The, the fact that all this gifting is going on, dude, it's amazing. You guys are incredible, dude. Um... Yes, they ship to you, James Knight. Hook it up. Damn right they do. Damn right they do. Um, every, You know, we really are working on, with our audience growing, we're really working on national level stuff so that our promo codes work everywhere. Yes. We know that you guys like our, our Papa Murphy's. We have one of the biggest promo codes at Papa Murphy's. Yes. We love those guys. We're trying to make it expand. Um, our, our guys at, at Quick Quack Car Wash did such a good job. Quick Quack Car Wash is the official sponsor of all of our NBA um and uh jazz talk on this show yes which by the way coming up in 45 minutes or 35 minutes at the top of the hour we'll get to the nba and the utah jazz um but guys like you know quick quack car wash is fantastic they are just the people that own the quick quack car washes are all entrepreneurs all you know really good individual owners you guys need to support those guys. Support people like Bucked Up, a local company. Yes. Get their free samples. It really helps us and it helps them. Get your free samples. Get your free shaker cup. It's in the description below. There's a link. 
Um, but whether it's Papa Murphy's, whether it's Bucked Up, whether it's Quick Quack Car Wash, our guys at Barbecue Pit Stop, um, Logan, Leighton Lehigh, uh, the Jeezy in St. George, of course, Murray, like all of these guys are local business owners trying to make their way in life, right? The guys at Tri-Day Trading who are back on the program, those are local business owners. They're based in Lehigh. They're giving you a crazy deal for Monty Show listeners. Like our viewers get a $10 30-day membership Yeah, for $10. Like, and that's anywhere you are. James Knight in Australia or if you're in Florida, Texas, it doesn't matter. You can go to TridayTrading.com. It's a $10 membership yeah, for 30 dude. days. Do it. I'm and they give you. your $10 to charity. It's, it, I mean, it's, it's crazy. awesome, dude. It is. Uh, Connor McDonald from the Grizzlies should join us here any minute. We're actually going to have a guest in the, yeah. if you guys can believe it, he's going to sit right there in the RC Willie guest chair. Yes, sir, he is. That's going to be amazing. <clears throat> uh, so we'll hook that up. But you guys, we are at 13,000. 14,000. We hey. did it. How about that? 14,000. Let's go. We did it. <clears throat> 14,000 subs, baby. Dude, a performance of a lifetime out of the crowd today. You guys are you amazing. You guys are flexing, bro. Everybody chugs. Steven Lewis, new member of the program. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I'm telling you, this the community that's on this show, you guys top notch. Yeah, dude. Thank you. Yes. Uh, Clayton, um, man, I can't remember how he pronounces that. CK, let's go. <laughs> member of the show, Archer Quick. Let's go. Wear it out. Wear the Member out, of the baby. show, Niner. Oh, well, he's a Niner fan, though. I thought we were only giving free memberships to Bears fans. Whatever. To the to the Bears. Bears. To the. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Um, David okay. Klotz, a new member of the show. Let's go. Look at you guys. Dude, it's just awesome. Crushing it. It's absolutely awesome. Really appreciate you guys. Uh, make sure you hit the like button. Thank you for getting us to 14,000 subscribers. That's huge. Yes. Um, you know, we're really trying to do a great show for you guys every day. The stuff we're working on for, for the upcoming NBA draft, uh, for the upcoming football season, it's awesome. Mike Maple says, as the executive of the executive producer of the show, has exploded since moving to three. It really has. Yeah, it's true. This move to afternoons, and I know there's a lot of you guys, whether it's Mayor McCluskey or, you know, we were in Phoenix and we saw our guy Lopes Fan Gabe. We saw our guy Fat Jesus, Giggity. Yes. They, li they, get, they listen less because it, we moved to the afternoon, right? But you guys are amazing that you support the show the way you do. I just, I appreciate it. Uh, Journeyman SW, what do you guys think the new innovation of college sports is going to be that no one is talking about? Whew, that's tough. In yeah. football, I think that's, I think that's very difficult to do uh, without rule changes. I, I personally hate the pitch clock. I think most of the innovation is happening in golf with ball tracking technology and, um, that's a really good question. I don't know. I don't, I don't think, like, your question was specific to college sports, but I'll be honest, I don't think that there's a, a ton of just outright innovation happening in sports overall. I think that you see, like, different camera angles or, like, these little things here or there, but I don't feel like you see, like, really... Like, my complaint with NASCAR for years has been, hey, the camera angle, they don't give you great camera angles. Like, the way... Like, if you compare F1 and NASCAR, F1 is just a much more inclusive experience yes. for a TV viewer. You just you just feel it a lot more. And so I don't I, I don't know. Like, I think that the advent of Skycam in football has been uh, game-changing. I mean... But go back to the first down line. 
Go yeah. back to the fourth down yeah, line. Yeah, like like all that stuff. I think it is mic'd up stuff. I think the facts like a couple of months ago watching Max Homa on the PGA Tour walk yes. down the fairway with a microphone on. Oh, the boards in the NHL. The on TV. Oh, the boards in the NHL that are all yeah. digital boards. Or yeah. there's innovation in sport that's coming. I just don't know how you define that. Yeah. I don't know how you define that. I think it's very difficult when you look at the money that goes into that or you know, like it, it's tough to innovate football. Yeah. It's tough to it's tough to it's tough to innovate football. There he is. Come on in, dude. Um, it's tough to innovate football. It really is. And I think when you look at technology, I think hockey boards and uh, as far as technology, there he is. Uh, that is to me one of the best innovations that we've seen in sport in some time. Um, I think that is a big one. I th like I said, the top tracer technology in golf. Mm -hmm. I think that's a big one. But I don't know. I, in college football, I think it's very difficult to innovate. Mm -hmm. I think it's you don't have to wear them. Yeah, there he is. You do got to put that microphone in your face. There he is, Connor McDonald, the uh, captain of the Utah Grizzlies. Yeah, you yeah. got to whip that around and tilt it up a little bit. We're doing microphone 101. Check, check. There check. he is. There it is. Mac, how's life treating you? Oh, it's good. Yeah. The grind continues. The grind continues. Um, so, uh, you are now a business owner, apparently. What were you thinking? So yeah, I just uh, thought I could do a little more with my summers and. I uh, decided to do a little private lesson hockey development type thing, and it kind of took off. So um, got some stuff scheduled for the summer, coming yep. around the corner, and uh, just gonna continue to do it. It's pretty fun, and stay on the ice a, a good amount too. So you know, I think the interesting thing about that is that you don't have to do any of that. And yeah. but the the reason that that I asked you to come in today is because I think hockey is a community sport, Big time. and I think that kind of thing. I would imagine, and correct me if I'm wrong, I would imagine somebody did something for you when you were younger. Somebody had to have influenced you, yeah. and I would imagine you thought about that when you made this decision. So, yeah, one of my, actually, my good buddies started way before me and kind of just ran it by me, and he's like, yeah, I'm doing some lessons in the summer, and he's like, it's a good way just to stay on the ice, and so I thought might as well uh, try it out myself. I went to school with a buddy, and his mom owns the rink back at home. Mm. So it was pretty convenient as far as ice time goes. And um, yeah, we just kind of trial and error and started last summer and it's been going good so far. What impact? Hockey hurts, dude. Like we've, <laughs> and I know you and I have talked about this before, but I think hockey is absolutely one of the most physically demanding sports. Yeah. And we've seen you, even this year, we've seen you limp around with this or that, or, and you're, you're a defenseman. Yeah. So that's a very physical position. Like, why do you why do you still do it like why do you what is it that you love about hockey uh i just think you're just kind of like molded into it you're just you're a kid hockey season's eight months around your summers are off and training and you just kind of get back in a loop strap in for eight months get a little break strap back in yeah a little break strap <laughs> back in so. no um but yeah i obviously love it i'm 27 now and Still doing it, so you uh, say that like you're old. Feels like I'm old sometimes after some <laughs> of these games. <laughs> yeah, well, but I, you know, I, I just wonder how do you keep going? Because at this level, um, it, at this level, it is, it is difficult to, it is difficult to win. Yeah, it, it, you guys, you don't travel in luxury. 
Um, you play, you're going to play Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. Yeah. Um, last weekend you were in Allen, yeah. um, which we'll talk about in a minute. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but last weekend you guys were in Allen and you know, you're, you're, I mean, you're just, it's always on yeah. and you guys get days off. Don't get me wrong, but this is not an easy existence. This yeah. is not the NHL. This is like, how difficult is your life in the ECHL? Um, don't get me wrong. It's a pleasure. I love it. I wouldn't want to do anything else. Um, but yeah, we don't, uh, have the most luxury travel schedule, I guess we fly, which is nice. Um, but then again, you know, you're getting your own meals. Obviously we get some help from the team with meals and meal prep and all that. But, um, but yeah, I think just being around the guys, the guys know what it's like. They know it's an eighth month span where you guys are just kind of going to war with each other and yeah um by doing so i think when everyone's on the same page it kind of everyone's like oh it sucks but it's good like let's just keep doing it together and but it's the guys right i mean it is the it's the card games it's the what is the distraction is it uno is it are you guys watching the bachelor Uh, together no we're not watching too much tv (laughs) a lot of cards play a little poker every now and then are you uh, any good at it play some schnarps i'm decent won a couple times lost Lost a bunch. <laughs> I'm kidding. But, um, but yeah, it's just, uh, I think, just being being around each other and just kind of keeping keeping everyone company and enjoying your time with one another because that, that doesn't last long, you know. No, it does not. Uh, it could be over tomorrow and just got to take it day by day and keep pushing. Winning hurts. And we've been talking about that in room a lot. And when you come out of a game and you're not hurting, you're not achy, you're not sore, it's like, well, I mean, what happened? Do, 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 do we do? Do we do? Do we do our job? You know, and um, so yeah, we've kind of just been preaching that a little bit. Winning does hurt; it sucks, but at the end of the day, there's nothing like being sore and being happy with one another. So it's good. Take me back to the golf tournament. Take me back to training camp. Okay. How different are you, and how different is this team? Oh man! From October to now, almost April. I think our crew, our core group of guys have kind of stayed the same. Obviously, we got some different puzzle pieces to this. Um, we've had some good ads, though, along the way. And um, as you can see, the last little span here, we've been pretty hot and just need to kind of continue that. And um, I think when everyone's on the same page and clicking yeah. the right way, we're, we're a handful. So You guys are a difficult team to play against. And I think one of the interesting things, was there a switch – because this season certainly did not start the way last season ended. Like, I mean, you guys had an expectation and yeah. it, it did not start out. So was there a moment? Was there a meeting? Was there like, how did you guys turn this around? Because I agree with you. I think you've played remarkably better yeah. oh, over the yeah. last six yeah. weeks. Yeah, I think, I mean, everyone goes to their going pains, I think. And, you know, it's a 72 game season. There's going to be a good span where everyone's going to be like, holy crap, we're not very good right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I just, I mean, it, it comes to a point in time where you're like, holy, this, this, this isn't fun. Uh, it's not very enjoyable. Let's like really turn this around. So, Does, um, it, does somebody say something to you? Because you're the captain of the team. Yeah, I mean, we have a bunch of leaders in there. I mean, no one's, everyone's, everyone's input means something, I think. Um, and I think when, when guys say things and know that it's coming from a good spot, I think they really listen and soak that in and be like, all right, let's just buckle down on a few things, whether it's our D zone, neutral, I mean, whatever. So, yeah, but, um, but yeah, it's like I said, 72 game season. It's not going to be perfect. We've had some, some big up and downs, but it's all about when you get hot. So, you know what the crazy thing is? I saw a video the other day on Instagram that reminded me of you guys, because 
you guys to I think to be at your best. I am not a hockey analyst. You tell me if I'm wrong. You guys have to play at pace. Yeah. Not not up and down the ice. Everything. Yeah. So one of the I saw a video the other day where they were talking about the fundamental of getting from the dot to the board on the breakout. And it's that I I was watching the last home series against Allen. Mm-hmm. And you guys just had a, a quicker rhythm. You had a quicker beat to it. Yeah. And it feels like you guys, I asked about hitting that switch because it feels like you guys are doing those little things. Maybe it's just the way you, you come out from behind the net or maybe yeah. it's just that first extension pass or stretch pass. Like, are, do you feel like you guys are playing at a, at a better pace? I think we are. I think we're a pretty fast team. I think when, when we go over our keys and our objectives, it's move the puck to our forwards, forwards get going, let's use our speed. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, when it comes to stuff like that, there's obviously some teams in this league that aren't the best skaters. And, um, <laughs> I think with, with us having speed, that's our, yeah. that's uh, yeah. one of our, our big strengths. But are you big enough? Because one yeah. of the things that like talking about Dakota Raby, one of my favorite guys in your room, oh, yeah. Dakota's taking a couple of shots this oh, year, yeah. that, that little boarding incident the other night. Yeah. But you look at what happened last that, that head hunting. Yeah. situation along the board there like it just feels like you guys see a lot of that yeah so you're fast but are you big enough um i mean it doesn't matter how big you are i guess i mean i'm not the biggest guy you know there's some other smaller guys on our team but are solid and can throw the body so um yeah some of these other teams might have some guys that are six two six three plus whatever but i'd rather take some speed over some size so um yeah i'm happy with where we're at and i think we're getting hot at the right time you know the other thing that stands out to me is that you have a, a, a coach that is an excellent hockey player. Awesome. He had, an, a, he had a very good career, right? Yeah. And probably would be one of your top six forwards right now if he, if he was still playing. Yeah. But the interesting thing is he, you guys had such a year last year. Have you seen him change? Because you can't help when you, when you struggle. And Ryan Kanasiewicz, your head coach, is an intense guy. That flame runs hot, I feel like, all the time. Competitor, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, big time. So, what do you what have you seen from him? Like, how has he changed? How has he evolved? So, the first time I had talked to him was when I was in camp with the Eagles and going through all that. And he's like, Hey, good luck at camp. If you come down, like, just want to introduce myself. And, um, ever since then, we've just kind of clicked, like I've said in the beginning of the year. Um, like, I haven't seen much change though. I think he was pretty laid back, he really gets what we're going through, especially hmm. last year. We had some really good guys come through here. We had a really good lineup, conference final, whatnot. And I think with so many guys returning, obviously that's a big, like, well, hey, these guys should do it again. And um, a couple of those pieces are gone, but I haven't seen him change. He's the same uh, laid-back guy. Like, if you do your job and work your bag off, <laughs> you, uh, you'll get what's deserved. And um, and that goes for everyone. I mean, me too as well. If, if Someone's yeah. not showing up. He'll he'll be sure to. But you're the. I mean, as a captain of the team, you have to do everything right. You have to do yeah. everything better. You yeah. have to. I yeah. mean, try to at least. That, right? that, that C doesn't mean captain. It means correct. <clears throat> right. right. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. You, you have to no, do everything yeah. right. I think. Uh, I think by having that too is just kind of the relationship we have too. When mm-hmm. when guys need like a rest or we need a day off or hey, like this is what's going on in the room. This is the feel. Like I kind of maybe I'm that that middleman. But um, no, Snatch is great. He. Uh, he handles us, our group, very well. How did the group handle the Stanley Cup, which was here last weekend, um, or two weekends ago? 
Because I didn't see you exactly running over to give that thing a bear hug. Yeah, you um, never know. In fact, I don't believe I saw you in the room with yeah, the Stanley Cup. You never know. Uh, no, I uh, I saw it back. Wow, man, it was in Columbus when I was like, I don't know, eight or so. So last, like so that two was years ago? Last, yeah, two years <laughs> that, ago. that was the last time I've seen it. But um, yeah, I mean, I know what it looks like. I just stay away from it. Maybe one day I can... Why? Touch it. Like, what it, what? it is so funny to me. I saw some of your teammates. So the Stanley Cup, for those of you who don't know, was here at Maverick Center. It was on a table in the locker room. Yeah. And I saw a guy walk in the door, see the cup, turn around and walked out. Like, what? what is it? It's just uh, that trophy's in the wrong league. But, no, it's, uh, it's just a really special. I mean, it's the greatest trophy you could win in sports. Yes, yeah. it is. So, um yeah, to see it in person. I didn't touch it, but to see it in person, it's cool. It's good to see. I mean, those guys, I mean, that that hurts to win that thing. So. Yeah. Oh, my God. And What you have to do just to compete for that. Mm-hmm. I think it is the most difficult trophy to win. Yeah. What would, what would that – I couldn't even imagine walking – just seeing the Blackhawks as a huge Blackhawk fan, seeing, you know, those three teams on that cup and looking at those names and understanding, you know, like – I'm a guy that got emotional when we traded Patrick Kane in New York. Like oh, yeah. it, it just was, it was one of those things like seeing those things on the cup, like what was your hockey fandom as a kid? Like what, what, when you think back to hockey as a, as a, a, a young, a 10 year old, a 15 year old, like yeah. what memories do you have as a kid? Yeah, I am a big Columbus Blue Jacket fan. I grew up in Columbus, watched those guys growing up. So you um, don't have any memories. No, I, yeah, <laughs> that's good. That was good. That's good. <laughs> Um, no, Sorry, but, uh, to. no, it's good. I, uh, I mean, yeah, it's everyone's dream. You, you watch those games and you get, you're like, oh my God, my biggest stage in front of all those people, like greatest trophy. It's, yeah. and it happens once a year and, uh, kudos to those guys. We were giving Trent Minor a little hard time saying it was his day with the cup the other day. So, yeah. um, but no, we, uh, we totally acknowledge that it was there and, you know, never know, maybe one of us could. Get our name on it one day. Do you know how much as a Blackhawk fan I hated Rick Nash? Oh my God. <laughs> Probably a lot. He was a monster. But I just I, I think I think hockey is an imagination sport. Do you yeah. still I mean, do you do you still have hockey dreams? Yeah, I have hockey dreams. I think I mean I'm I'm living my dream right now, I think. I always wanted to be a pro hockey player growing up and I got to, to fulfill that. And um the older I get, I have some other dreams that I want to conquer too. And are you old? Getting there. Stop. You're 20, 27. 27. There's some young guys in this league. But uh, no, I mean, I, I, I still feel fast. I still feel young. I'm mm-hmm. still enjoying it. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's really interesting. The, the age conversation is taboo as it is. And I yeah. totally get that. The age conversation in hockey is very different than the age conversation in baseball. Yeah, correct. It, it's very different. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Is it, is it that hockey players age more quickly? Because I, I, I don't know that that's the case, but I also think it goes back to how physical the game is. Yeah, I agree. I think it's based on how physical your game is. And, I mean, we're watching golf right now. These guys are swinging a club for a living and taking it pretty easy on the body, which is it's another good dream to have, I guess. <laughs> right. But, uh, but yeah, I know it's, uh, it's definitely takes some, take some wear on your body over the years, especially being a pro. There's some big boys out there that yeah. play some really physical hockey and – to match that 72 times a year is can be tough. So, yeah. um, but I don't think we wouldn't be doing it if we didn't enjoy it. So, 
Yeah, any irony in uh, Cincinnati being in town? Yeah, Columbus, uh, Columbus and Cincinnati. What is it? It's like an hour. Yeah, yeah, hour or so away. No, I had some buddies playing here a couple years ago. Uh, got a guy that played at school that's on this team. So that's fun. Yeah, it's cool. It's uh, it's close to home, but I love Salt Lake City. So yeah, what do you like living here? Like, what's your? Yeah, I love living here. It's uh, this is my second year now, and I uh, brought my girlfriend and my dog this year. Oh, that's commitment. Yeah, big commitment. And yeah, we've been having a good time just hanging out. New city, I guess. So. Who's higher maintenance, the dog or the girlfriend? Oh, man, the dog. <laughs> the dog is something else. That dog's a whole other breed. But your dog <laughs> skates, though. Yeah. Your he, dog is a hockey player. Yeah, he likes to get out there. When, when we have practice afterwards, he'll come out and chase the puck around. It's fun to watch you yeah. play with your dog. Oh, yeah. I, admittedly, you're in the yeah. Grizzlies dog calendar yeah. this year. And, <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely my... My new best bud. So how are things with the girlfriend? She's good. She's good. Um, Where'd you guys meet? Like Met at school. Uh, and school was? Bowling Green. Okay. Ooh. I was, okay. Uh, let's see, junior. I think it's been six or seven years now we've known each other. So yeah, just uh, enjoy each other at school and thought we... She's from Cleveland, so it's only hour and so up the road from Columbus it's still close isn't there a stigma around Cleveland <laughs> you're a Columbus guy you know like Cleveland's yeah, okay it is that's a good I lived I was there last summer so uh, I got nice. a good good little feel for that and great town great city uh good people just kind of going with the flow I guess Whatever I'm told <laughs> you're, to you're on the clock when you're getting married oh boy <laughs> Say I say as the dad of the thirty-year-old who's yeah, single, yeah, who's single. Uh -huh. Hey, well, uh, it's all about timing. We'll find it's it. It's all about timing. That's it's all right. About timing. Phenomenal. All right, before we let you get out of here, because I know you have meetings and stuff. Um, what's going on with Alan? One, I hate Alan. Um, I hate watching them skate. I hate watching them practice. Um, I just don't like. They just have. I don't. They're that team this year. Usually yeah. it's Idaho. Usually it's personal with Idaho. Why is it so personal with Alan? Yeah, we've just, I think we've gone back and forth this year. They came in here and kind of gave it to us. And in the beginning of the year, we, we kind of took it to them. And, uh, but no, I mean, they're a competitive hockey team. We're a bunch of men that like to compete. And sometimes it, it comes out in the worst of ways sometimes. But, <laughs> uh, but that's just the way of the game. Yeah. So we love that and continue to, I, I, to fight I, on and keep going. They enjoy their liberties. Yeah. They enjoy their liberty because I there's not many teams in this league that you guys are close with. I think you're, you know, you won't say it, but I think you're better than Kansas City. I think you're you're better than most teams that we see. Yeah, Allen is that team who they're not better than. It's very clear they're not a better hockey club than you guys are, but they just have that ability. Nobody comes in here and, and takes all the points. Right. Yeah, that was uh, that was a tough weekend. Um, like I said, this at least season's long and you go through some injuries and stuff, guys out of the lineup and stuff, but, um, but yeah, they seem to be kind of a good little rival this year and, uh, maybe we'll see them in playoffs here coming up. All right. Um, what are you watching on TV right now? Uh, I watched that, uh, what is it? This is us. Is mm -hmm. Really? Is that yes. Right? Is yeah. Yes. So yeah. I was watching that. Mayor of Kingstown. Yeah. Have you seen Mayor of Kingstown? I have not. <gasps> I have not. I'll put that on my list. Mayor of Kingston. Really I got a list going. Just so much. Oh, everyone's watching everything on the team. And yeah. You get a little input from everyone. I got, <laughs> I'll put it on my list. So who picks the TV shows, you or your girlfriend? We switch. Yeah. You do? 
every i mean we don't watch like every night it's on the same show we'll maybe watch like a movie what's the girl show. show what's the girl show you're forced to watch um she what does she watch she you watch, can't think of one i mean there's a cut like she's uh she's actually an amazing cook so we've actually been watching some cooking shows okay uh we are we like chef ramsey Yes. Yeah. He's a good dude. Has yes. a good attitude. Fucking right. Has I love grit. that guy. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we'll sell that on. And yeah. Like I, I like said, that. we just kind of rotate movie show. What does she cook for you? Oh, anything. Anything. What is her number one? The best thing she makes. <laughs> you guys will like this one. It's called Marry Me Chicken. Oh, God. And it's this like pasta chicken <laughs> dish. And Bomb. I can really uh, go to work on that. It's really? Some good stuff. So, are you a pasta guy then? Yeah. You are a pasta I love guy. pasta. Is it mustacholi or penne? Oh, I'd probably go with penne. Thank you. Yeah. I, see, I appreciate it. He refuses. He yeah. refuses. Uh, pizza or burgers? Pizza. Pizza all day. What? Red sauce or barbecue sauce on your pizza? Red sauce. Sausage or pepperoni? Pepperoni. Ah, oh, fuck. Is a hot with, dog a sandwich? Terrible. Pe pepperoni pizza with ranch. Oh, okay. Hey, okay, see? Because you were almost out of here on a rail with this pepperoni red sauce <laughs> yeah, stuff. Because no. it's barbecue and sausage. There's no doubt about that. I mean, but. I'll have a piece of sausage, but I mean, there's some like dipping your pizza in ranch. What yeah. else do you put ranch on? Uh, in college, I put it on, I put just like a little drizzle over my pasta with the red sauce. and Dude, on pasta? Yeah. Get some garlic bread in there. Yes. Mac and cheese or Alfredo? Alfredo. All day. Mm. Yeah. See? Well, yeah. You're See? <laughs> See? He knows what he's talking about. <laughs> you do. You See? do. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. No. I did have a hot dog at Costco the other day. Oh. Talk about a good lunch. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Hot dog for cheap. Yeah. We yeah, were just that. at spring training last week. Okay. And the hot dogs, I, I almost don't want to say this out loud. The hot dogs, God forgive me, were better at Costco than they are at spring training. <laughs> oh, boy. I know. Oh, it's boy. crazy. Oh, boy. Uh, good to see you, Cap. Thank you. Be healthy. Um, enjoy your wins over over Cincinnati, and hopefully we'll talk to you again soon. Appreciate it, guys. And Thanks by the way, me. congratulations on your on yeah. your your hockey teaching. Yeah, stuff. thank you. Plug thank yourself. You. How yeah. can people find you? Uh, yeah, I have uh, on Instagram. It's Mac Development Hockey. Um, the website to the rink is in there. You can sign up for camps and nice. all your summer skates there. So uh, they don't come around until like June, but yeah. Depending on when I get back, we can. Hopefully, the season's very long. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you're playing way into. June. Yeah, we got playoffs coming, so yeah. it'll be a little bit. By the way, your coach guaranteed the playoffs. I heard. There we go. Yeah, so we're, yeah. Uh, we'll get in there. No Don't pressure. You will absolutely. Yeah. Good to see you, man. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. There you go, Connor McDonald, the captain of the Utah Grizzlies. Uh, only the third guest ever live on the show. There you go. So good to see you. See. I, I I'm telling you, pizza is a divisive subject yes, on this show. Yes, it is dude. pizza. Yes. I'm telling you, pizza is fighting words on this show. Yes, dude. He saved himself by saying ranch. He did. He did. Mrs. Monty says we have to tune our mics. Okay. She says it was harder. It was hard to hear him at times. Yeah. Well, well I apologize. We yeah. will. We will work on that. He is salt of the earth, dude. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, Connor McDonald. If you guys have not been to a Utah Grizzlies game, if you're a Utah and you have not been to a Utah Grizzlies game, you have to get there. Yes. Uh, what are some of our comments saying? Yes, I apologize. I have not read comments. Uh, he can eat corn through a picket fence. He, he's a hockey player. He's a hockey player, dude. What come do you want, now. dude? You know, come on now. Uh, Dreth and Shart are back. What does that mean? Yeah. I have no idea what that means. Um, 
Shark says, sorry, I did uh, forego how to get a membership. Okay, well, it's good to see you. Golf is a bru is brutal, Darren Ingram says. Well, we're watching the world match play right now. Dude, I was at Top Golf last weekend. Do not play Angry Birds at Top Golf. It's the biggest scam. It's a scam, dude. I hit one right up the middle 250 and didn't get any credit for it. Nothing. Whatever, dude. It Whatever, flew bro. like right through the. But yeah, you also farted on a ball and knocked the entire thing down like three times. Yeah, that's what I do, man. Angry Birds is such a scam. Yeah. It it is it is I'm telling you it is it is just such a scam. Yeah. You know. Uh whatever. Jeremy Callahan says which comes first, Connor getting married or Pac-12 meteorites deal? <laughs> Connor getting married. <laughs> Connor getting married. There is there is there is no doubt about that. Uh Tanner said, "Really? I thought the audio sounded good." Okay, good. Uh and Donut says the RC Willie hot seat. That's, right. That's exactly That's right. right. That's right. Uh Jeremy Callahan, ranch is the olive branch. It is. Yeah, it mean, is. Because you you come in here and you talk about pizza with red sauce and pepperoni. On your ass. I'll throw hands over that. Yeah. I am not a red sauce guy. Yeah, is that a reason to throw hands? I think it is. I think it is. Uh ball sack says I fart on a ball. Ball sack. Okay. Okay. Nice name. I, you know, I no, you cannot get on, on the big screen. You cannot. Teddy Wayman, Jet is the tile king of Utah. That's right. Teddy, good to see you. Uh, pineapple and Canadian bacon, Utah just says. I, well, listen, I'm not a Canadian bacon guy, but you put... That's what fucking takes me to fuck off. I don't know, how, I don't know who you are because you're off the bacon train now, which is incredible. I am way off the bacon. It's incredible. Because, again, but we're in, in about an hour, we're going to talk about why we don't eat bacon. Because, well, I'm telling you now, this, we are going to war, Balake. But no one's going to disrespect me. Chiclake. I'm not afraid what? to die. We are, I'm going to paradise. When I die, I'm going to paradise. <laughs> I, we are going to, we are going to throw hands over breakfast sandwiches. Because eat, I'm, eat this, not that, absolutely ruined. Absolutely ruined my life today. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Tile King of Utah, Jet Wayman, says bacon is amazing. I love the way bacon tastes. It's yeah, terrible. It's, it's for awful you. for you. There's no doubt. McKinnitech Dan guy. says barbecue sauce, pineapple, chicken, and bacon. Dude, yeah. Chicken, I'm telling you whoa, now. Whoa, whoa. Is that another 50 piece? No. Oh, that's that's dibs. Okay, okay. That's dibs giving okay. out 50 All right. memberships. All right. Ballsack was gifted a membership by dibs. Okay, I'm not clapping on that. Let me pull it out. I'm here. not, you know. You know. I'm sorry. I thought you said ballsack. All I have in this world is my balls and my word. And now you have a membership. <laughs> um, Hell Billy says pineapple. Dude, pineapple on pizza is not the end of the world. It is not the end of the world. No, I'm, it's not. I'm just telling you. Travis Hinton, a member of the program. Barbecue chicken pizza is the... It, it is, is amazing. It is. Dude. It absolutely is phenomenal. Again, again, yeah. I'm just telling you. And if you're a bacon fan, right now I'm telling you, I'm going to play a commercial from Papa Murphy's that's going to get you bricked up because <laughs> I can't stop saying that. Anyway, the point is Papa Murphy's Pizza has a bacon cheddar pizza right now that's not single bacon. It's double bacon. Fresh out of Papa Murphy's Kitchen, the limited time double bacon cheddar pizza. Uh, actually, it's fresh out of my oven. Dad, it's just an expression. <sighs> Mozzarella, crispy bacon, and Canadian bacon with nacho cheddar cheese sauce. Now that is an expression. At Papa Murphy's, we make great pizza, so you can make the pizza great. In my oven. Order now at papamurphys.com. 
I'm so bricked up right now. How do we wind up having arguments <laughs> over pizza? Because double bacon cheddar is at Papa Murphy's yes, right now. Now, listen, my pizza tastes, I guess, are very different. Because Connor McDonald, Captain of the Grizzlies, is like, oh, no, I'm pepperoni and red sauce. Hello, like, man. Oh, man. But he did say he, he goes ranch on it. That helped. Yeah. I and love ranch on himself. I, yeah. I love ranch on pizza. Yeah, I do. Yes. I love ranch on pizza. But see again, everyone is team dip when it comes to pizza and ranch, right? Like, yeah, I, you, don't you don't ranch. pour no. ranch on the slice, right? No. So Mrs. Monty has me eating like a finch, the bird, the tiny bird. I'm eating like a finch right now. Um, I had quinoa, rice, and chicken today for lunch. Tomorrow, I'm telling you, the offload's <laughs> going to be awesome. Yeah, the offload's going to be amazing. Um, but I put ranch on it. Yeah. Completely ruined the nutritional value I was getting, but it tasted amazing. Yes, dude. Because there's a place over here called the, um, oh my God, the, the break. break. Hey guys. The break, the ranch, ranch dressing phenomenal, at the break dude. is phenomenal. It just is. And so when we were eating club sandwiches for lunch, we got extra ranch. Had it in the fridge. I'm telling you. Yeah, dude. I'm telling you. It, it, mm. Okay. That's two hours on the show. I'm already down. Today. Who pours ranch on pizza? I'm Nobody. just asking. I'm just making sure. I want to confirm, dude. Um, Drethman says ranch is literally trouser chili formula. <laughs> wow. I know you didn't just break out trouser chili. <laughs> Bro. Did you really say trouser chili? Are you kidding me? Shart says, I like ranch in my trouser. Stop. Uh, Gary says Slackwater uh, Marg slaps to oh, Slackwater Pizza. If you're going out to yes. pizza, Slackwater Pizza is amazing. Yeah. Uh, Tom, if you're pouring ranch on your pizza in front of me, I'm kicking you out of my house. Thank you. Sorry if you're offended you, by that. You do not. And I want to make this clear real quick before we get to the NBA and the Utah Jazz. You do not pour ranch. No, no, no. On anything but a salad. French fries, you dip it. Right? A sandwich, you dip it. You're a douche. You don't pour ranch on a sandwich. You don't pour ranch on a pizza. Yeah. I agree. Get the out. You cannot do that. You cannot do that. Um, Mr. Let's Preston. go. Let's go, my guy. Why would you bring up lean? Let's go. Team dip and lean. Team dip and lean. Uh, oh, Arlington. See? Oh, dude. You're bro. just on my wavelength. Ranch on Tostino's Pizza Bites. Dude, Tostino's Pizza Rolls. What'd I just say? Man. We went to Costco the other day. Again, Connor talked about hot dog at Costco. We went to Costco the other day, Mrs. Montina. Yeah. The Costco hot dogs. Oh, they just just don't disappoint. She had a piece of cheese pizza. I hated it. But man, the chicken bake looked so good. Oh, yeah, dude. No, I want hot dog and I didn't regret it. Oh, come on, Jet. And now too many comments. Mark Hales. I had pizza bites today for lunch as well. Dipped it in ranch. Did not pour. My See? guy. See? My guy. He's got the proper technique. My guy. Jet Wayman, the Tile King of Utah. Hashtag team lean. Hashtag <laughs> team dip. Hashtag team flat. Wow. <laughs> but I will, I will say, I was actually nude in the shower thinking about Jet Wayman today. Bro, I, whoa, whoa. What? You were nude in the shower thinking about the beard? Yeah, do you get do you go in the shower dress? <laughs> I don't. I take my clothes out to get in the shower. Bro. Anyway, the boys were swinging, and I was thinking about Jet Wayman because the work he did on our bathroom, in our master bathroom shower, it looks like it's 
brand new, like it's always been like Man, that. Yeah, you be laying some serious tile. <laughs> Nicely done. Bonnie, please. I appreciate that. Uh, Brent Burnett says, Costco garlic aioli. When, it, when is it coming back? Dude, I don't know that I've ever had their garlic aioli. Please. What do we... What is that? Jet Wayman, LOL'd. Thank you. Jeremy Callahan, bong a bottle of ranch. Hey. No, no. He I like means, how the bong no. thing has become yeah. a thing. Stop with the bong thing. I did it once. <laughs> it almost killed me. I'm not doing it again. I'm not doing it again. Yeah. Um, let's see. Mike P says, I absolutely a uh, tip dipper, not a ranch soaker. Wow. 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 Just the tip for Mike. Okay. Wow. I understand where you went there. We get it. Wow. We get it. Are you serious right now? Yeah. That's amazing. Um, I, I, I love ranch, but no, let's save this. You guys stop with the, you got me talking about ranch and I can't control myself. Nope. Um, We'll talk about it in the food section at the end of the show because I'm pretty bummed about this. I'm pretty bummed about it. Keaton Critchlow, ranch bong, ranch bong, stop it. <laughs> Arlington Bear says, how is Kenai Johnson not a member? Where's Kenai Johnson? Bro, are you serious? Where's Kenai Johnson? Kenai Johnson? Dude. Flats and ranch with a couple of cold ones. Dude, can I, dude? You're bro, not a member, I, dude. Members are membership. Gifted 50 of them and you're not a member, Oh, dude? they're gone. Are they gone? Bro, they're gone. Oh my god, they're gone. How did we get fifty memberships Dude, we've gone added, already? We broke the record today. You know that? Did we really? Yeah, because he gifted fifty, and we had twenty before that. That means we're at seventy now. Yeah, seriously. Dude, can I? Come on, bro. Come on. Dollar ninety nine. Let's go. Let's go. You yeah. got to be a member of the show. Yeah, pop I? that thing in. Can I? Where you been, dude? Good to see you. Um, pop that thing in. <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> Mike M says the French motto is if you need sauce, the food wasn't good enough to begin with. Well, well I'm also a guy that wouldn't mind dipping a steak in ranch either. Yeah, I said it. Deal with it. <laughs> NY Monty fan, Tostinos. 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 Pizza rolls are so good, but so bad for you. Oh, my oh, God. Dude, it's, yeah, it's. Dude, we have had Diet Mountain Dew Tostinos oh, Call of Duty nights. Oh, my. Trust me, I know. Uh, they could be death for me. Luckily, I've been traveling so much I have not eaten them. Still haven't eaten healthy. Yeah. I'll tell you, the last week or so, we've eaten really healthy, and it feels so good. I will not. You'll, again, no, we're saving it. Yeah. We're saving it. That's all I'm saying. Fart, who's a member. A soft, silly snack of trouser chili on a tart night is so good. Uh, okay. Dude, what are you doing? What are you doing? Hey, man, um, look at what like, Kurt said. Look at what Kurt said, what man. Can I go get a membership? Oh, I thought he said, can I got a membership? No. My bad, sorry. Um, I agree with that. NY Monty fan says, hook me up with the ranch IV, maybe even a shot of... No. Yeah. Stop it. That's stop at... Stop it, blue cheese. Stop. Um, can I says, you have to soak your wings in ranch. That's have right. To. That's right. Jazz getting to 500 tonight. Let's talk about yeah, let's it. Utah it. Jazz basketball on the Monty show. Hey, Monty. Uh, is presented by our good friends at Quick Quack Car Wash, who always present the jazz and our NBA talk. Best car wash in the business, you guys. I'm telling you, when you hear Quick Quack Car Wash, just know it's the best car wash. The car comes out looking amazing. But you also get really good service with a smile, professional presentation, and you don't have to deal with one of those little credit card stand pagoda things. Get a membership at Quick Quack, and you don't give them a card. But if you don't have a membership, you hand your card to somebody, they slide it, they give it... Right back to you. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, you get free vacuum. You get two vacuums. 
One side has the big thing for your rugs. The other side has the attachment for your cup holders mm-hmm. between the seats in the crevasses. The crevasse. I'm telling you, Quick Quack is the best car wash experience. And the other part is you're in and out of there. Lickety split. Five, seven minutes. You're in and out of there. I love it no matter how long the line is. That thing is blazing. Yeah. Love Quick Quack Car Wash. They always present our Utah Jazz and NBA talk. Make sure you tell them you heard about it. On the Monty Show, are the Utah Jazz tanking? Well, I, I again, will just say no. That win over Sacramento the other night was absolutely scintillating. And the best part about it was, it was the young guys. And it's guys like Ochai Baji for the Utah Jazz that I'm really excited about. Now, I also think that you've got to get Laurie Markkinen on the floor with these guys. I think it's really important that guys like Jordan Clarkson, Laurie Markkinen, play with this group of guys. If Jordan Clarkson is this valuable commodity that you've got to have that you wouldn't trade, Jake, don't you have to have him on the floor? Yeah, I think you got to have him on the floor. I think that, you know, chemistry for this team has always been, uh, you know, a, a huge thing or or lack of a thing because ultimately when, when these guys play together, they play better, right? When they, when they have the chemistry, when they can build together, when they can be in the flow for five, six, seven, ten games in a row – you see that they they typically play better, more consistent basketball. But I think over the last probably, I don't know, 20 games or so, you've been dealing with injuries. And yeah, I think everyone wants to talk about the fact that, um, you know, the fact that, that, that these guys aren't in a hurry to get back. They're not. And that's okay. I don't think that they that should be okay. criticized for it because ultimately you're not winning a championship this year. But that also doesn't mean they're tanking. I think they want to take their time. With injuries, they want to make sure that guys are 100 percent and as 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 healthy as one could possibly be at this stage in the season. Because I don't buy that anyone's 100 percent this time of year, but as close to 100 percent as you could possibly be before you come back. Lori's coming back. JC's dealing with this hand thing. Like it just is what it is. But I do think you know Lori getting in the mix with the THTs, the Chris Dunn's, you know, even even Walker Kessler, I would say. I mean, I know they've got floor time together, but but Walker Kessler is becoming a force. And I think that, you know, the 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 chemistry between guys who you know are going to be here should be the priority. So, like, I think Chris Dunn will make it. I think he will be here next year. I obviously, it goes without saying Laurie and Walker are going to be here next year. I don't know if JC is going to be here next year. I don't know if Colin Sexton is going to be here next year because of the injury stuff. I, I'm not... Like you, like I know that most people say, "Hey, they're pleased with him," but I'm not pleased with him. I'm not pleased with all the injuries he suffered. So I'm curious how Danny Ainge will look at a guy like Colin Sexton. But the point still remains: you need Laurie Markkinen, right? Who right now is your number one? You need your number one to be out there with the guys he's going to be out there with in the long term. Because next year, now we get expectations starting to creep in, right? Next oh, yeah, year, for sure. You know, like next year, it's not going to be good enough to be like, oh yeah, hey, if we're if we're the tenth seed, we're good. No, that's not going to work next year. Next year, you need to be pushing for a full share playoff spot, not being in the play-in. So that's why I say everything right now that you get on the floor all the way through the end of the season. Hopefully, you make it into one playoff series. If you can do that. I think you've had a really successful season, and I think you've maximized the first season of of this build. Yeah, I think it's really interesting to see how all this plays out, and I think um, that when you, you know, when you when you have this level of young talent, of course you want to see them play. But man, I'm going to live and die on this Jordan Clarkson thing. Um, I think it is. By the way, he's out again tonight with this finger injury. 
Um, Half of the street clothes. You know, I think, I think it's a big story. I really do. The Great Dane says, I can't wait to see them play tonight as marketing coming back tonight. Lori Marketing is available tonight, yeah, by the way. Yeah, he's in the lineup. I think that's a, that is a big, big deal. No doubt about it. Drethman says, Colin Sexton is the best at fixing rotary engines. Apparently, because he ain't the best at playing basketball. Ruff's yeah. official. My guy, what's up? Luca averages 33 points a game. He's a stud. The guy's absolutely a stud. By the way, he's back tonight, too. Yeah. How good are the Dallas Mavericks? Yeah, I think it's tough to say. I, I, I think most people generally agree that they're not championship good, and that's only because of the defensive side. I, I think offensively, they obviously can compete with anybody, but they just have so much trouble stopping anyone. And I think that's the yeah. that's the trouble. Like you look at, you know, again this you know this epic debate about MVP. Like you know, Joel's defense is what I think makes him one of the strongest MVP candidates out there. Yeah, I, like I do think he's the MVP. Like I look at Walker Kessler. Like Walker Kessler's ability to be what I think he's two two and a half times to the plus on blocks yeah. over the next yes. closest rookie. Like. The guy is just performing, and I think a lot of those, even against Sacramento, like a lot of those that blocks, left-handed block, yeah, come on. like a lot of these blocks, that left-handed block, like you look at this, this guy Justin Fan, you know, this is somebody who's in the sports book world talking about the fact that Walker Kessler's got 155 blocks in uh, in about 1500 minutes, and Gobert's got 86 blocks in in 1800 minutes. Like the idea <laughs> that, that is insane. Like, the idea. That that Kessler has twice as many blocks in 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 three hundred fewer minutes is wild to me. In the idea, and you see the bottom line there, right? Jazz turned Gobert into Kessler five first, a first round swap, and THT. Like I just that's what I'm saying. Like I think David Fisdale and Danny Ainge deserve a lot of credit because without those guys, these tweets don't exist. We don't yeah. get to see what Walker's turning into. And 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 look, I I have been adamant that Walker Kessler needs to get his ass in the weight room and bulk up a little bit because he's not still able to to stand on the block and say, hey, you're not going through me. And I think that's the that defensively, that's the only thing he lacks. He has everything else that you could want. Should the, should the Jazz want Damian Lillard? I, I, and this is something I think I tweet about yeah. with somebody every day, it feels like. Should the Utah <laughs> Jazz want Damian Lillard? Man, I don't think you do. I don't think you do because that's a guy, A, if if, if you're a Dame Lillard fan, you want that guy to go and win a championship. I don't think you're you want Damian Lillard on your team that's rebuilding, that's fighting for young guy minutes. Like I, I don't think you want that. Mm -hmm. I think what you want is Damian Lillard to go win a championship. And I, I know you're gonna kill me for saying this, but the Lakers, the Celtics, the Knicks, that's where Damian Lillard belongs. Yeah. He doesn't belong in Utah. He isn't he isn't a fit here for where this team is developmentally. Bro, what are you speaking. talking about, man? But in all seriousness, like is Damian Lillard a guy that you want on your team? Of course. But is 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 the Utah Jazz where they currently are? Are the Jazz where they currently are a fit for Dame? I, I don't think mm -hmm. so, Jake. No, I, I don't think he's a fit for the Jazz because of his age. It's that simple. I I think that you know, yeah, is he a wonderful basketball player? Yeah, but but there's a reason why you just saw him come out in the media uh, at that press conference. I think yesterday it was, uh, might have been the day before, talking about the fact that he's not here for we're building for next year. Yeah. He's not, I mean, he straight up said that. And I think, you know, Dame, I, I love the guy. I love what he did to Paul George. I love what he's done over his career. I love, you know, his game. Like, he's one of my favorite players. I, but the, the reality is he's got to be selfish now. And I think when you look at the Utah Jazz, 
their timeline doesn't match his timeline. And, yeah. and by the way, by the way, I think nobody wants to admit that the Jazz can't just add anybody at this point. You have to understand, as you climb, as you get further into the rabbit hole, if you will, of building a championship roster, <laughs> the rabbit each hole. time you add somebody, you have to consider what effect does that guy have on the room? What effect, both negative and positive, does he bring to the group? Because right now, what I'm hearing out of everybody is, hey, I love this team. Everything's great. We're, 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 we're awesome. Like, everyone's working hard. It's amazing. The last thing you need out of this group is a malcontent, which is why Russell Westbrook is a Clipper, not a Utah Jazz. Like, Jazz man, that, that's... So when we talk about Dame or any Jalen Brown or any of these other stars, I think you really got to take that into consideration. No, I agree with that 100%. I, I think it's incredibly important. I do. Mike M says, uh, love Dame Dalla. He's staying in Portland. He hates the idea of super teams. Well, if you listen to him talk lately, I don't know that he likes super teams, but I... I feel pretty I feel pretty strongly that he would not hate a move. I think I do. that Damian Lillard dislikes not winning a championship more than he dislikes super teams. I, I just don't know how if you're Dame, you go to bed every night satisfied. Cuz there's no like he can score 50 and they can win and he knows it's not going to help his legacy. Yep. Because they're not ultimately going to win a championship and that's what your legacy's built on. <laughs> but see, I'm with McKenna Tech Dan. I'm a hard pass on Dame here. Yeah, dude. Right now, he, Damian Lillard should play for the Lakers. Yeah. That's, that's the next place he belongs with the Lakers. That's, you need that. He needs that leverage, in my opinion. I, I know you're going to, I know you're all going to riot over that, but he belongs with the Lakers. Uh, Tom, a member, says, I love him at Weber State. Would love to see him uh, come back to Utah. The culture he could help the Jazz create would be awesome. For the future of the Jazz, I but why would he years do ago. that? I think that's three to five years ago he'd be that guy. I, th I, I think that, like, you're not wrong about that, Tom, but I think what you're you're misinformed on is his age. He's too old to spend time building culture. He needs to step into a culture that's already built and be the guy that puts him over the top. He needs to be what Anthony Davis has never been, yep. which is clutch. That's the thing. Yep, I agree. Keaton Critchlow says the player development this year has been amazing. Yes, it has. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt. And Jet Wayman, you're exactly right. David Fisdale so far has been amazing. I mean, hasn't Fisdale been the epitome of you never see him, but you see him everywhere? Absolutely. Right? Like, you never see him. You never see his face. But his his stamp is all over the court. It's very well, clear. And Mike M., this is another one I've heard a lot about. Dame to the Bucks. I mean, now that's not going to happen this year, obviously, but yeah. he is a phenomenal fit in that system. <clears throat> There's no doubt about that. And the space that he would provide or be provided would be, they would be lethal. Yeah. They would be absolutely lethal. But the question is, what do you have to give to get? Because that's not going to be easy, in my opinion. Uh, Big Dog O-Town, what's up, my guy? Good to see you. We need Laurie playing the three spot. Who's a good four coming out of this upcoming draft? There's a lot of, I think... The bigger question is, if Walker's at the five, I still maintain the power forward's a huge hole on this roster. Mm -hmm. I think it is. But if you look at where they are, I think that's the position you're going to spend money on. I think it, they're going to go and buy a power forward. Right. In, in my opinion. I don't, I don't know what you think, and I don't know who's blowing up my phone right now. Uh, but I don't, I don't know what you guys think, but I, I think – Four is a position they'll spend money on. Yeah, I, I think the thing here is balance. I, I, like, you have some nice little synergy happening with Walker Kessler and Chris Dunn, I feel like. I feel like when those two guys play together, uh -huh. you've got, you get some nice production. But I think the trouble is, is that 
Walker Kessler is not, uh, um, he's not a physical, you know, look forward to it screen setter the way Rudy was. You know, Rudy Gobert was a guy who really wanted to, you know, take you to the woodshed on his screens. And that paid big benefits and dividends to the Mike Conleys of the world, right? That paid big dividends to the ball handler. And I think, you know, when I look at the power forward position on this team, like I think they need a guy that's physical and can set screens and is willing to beat that guy up a little bit. Because Walker, for everything that he is, he's not this mean, physical guy. Like, that's just not, not who yet. he is. Not yet. And I hope he can develop that. I think that's awfully difficult. Yeah. But probably the Walker kid out of Houston is probably going to be the best power forward. And I don't know, he's a 3-4 combo guy, probably. Yeah. But I think if he winds up on your roster, you can't miss. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I truly do. But there's a lot of there is a lot of there's a lot of guys in this draft. Yes. That you can make work. Yeah. There's there's just no doubt about that. It's simply a matter of who do you feel like fits best in your system mm -hmm. and who do you feel like you see your system developing the most. Because I don't think anymore that it's this thing where you're like, oh, they, we gotta do X, Y, and Z. Facts. I mean, if if the if the thing that you worry about with who's a developmental team, OKC. You look at Josh Giddy. does SGA make Josh Giddy a better player? Arguably he does. Does, S, does Shea Gilgis-Alexander make Giddy and Chet Walker uh, or Chet uh, Holmgren, Holmgren make Chet Holmgren a better player? Yeah, I, I think I that, don't know about that. I don't know about that because there's only so many touches go around yeah, on that team. And then, yeah. by the way, where, where does Lou Dort fit into that? That yeah, threesome. he fits in on defense. That's where he fits in. He I, does, but he but Lou Dort's a guy that does that shoots a lot. Yeah, he's a guy that want. Well, I should say wants to shoot a lot. I think the thing with SGA is is that he's not. He's still a younger guy, but he's a phenomenal scorer. And, and again, it, it's no shade to SGA. I just think he he trends into the Dame area when it comes to can you lead a team or can you not lead a team? Like like I don't think that SGA you know, can can take OKC the promised land on his own. But at the same time, mm -hmm. I don't think that SGA is good enough, and there are very few who are, to make all the guys around him better. Is he damn good in the mid-range? Is he damn good at breaking you off? Can he get to the line with the best of them? Yes, yes. He is absolutely a complete savage at scoring the basketball. He is. And I love watching the guy play. But I think if you're OKC, what you're trying to figure out is, okay, whose team is this? Because... On some nights, Giddy is the guy. On other nights, SGA is the guy. And I think that, you know, I look at I look at OKC and they're that team that can beat anybody but tends to let you down more than they than they prove themselves. So it's like, all right, yeah. well, who am I gonna who am I gonna move? Because frankly, Chet Holmgren got hurt too early, so now he hasn't had a chance to prove himself. Totally agree. So you're not totally moving him. Agree. You gotta see what you got in him. You know what you have in SGA. The league knows what you have in SGA. And frankly, it, this conversation that we had earlier in the week about Austin Reeves versus Josh Giddy, I think is super pertinent. Like you can begin to see how these guys would be direct comparables in the trade market. So, so that's why I say like when the off season gets here for OKC, like who do you think is going to make better decisions in the off season, the front office in OKC or a guy like Danny Ainge? Cause I don't feel like OKC has this path that they're on. I feel like OKC has compiled a bunch of talent, but but we got to herd the sheep a little bit. We got we got to have. We got to like, herd the sheep a little bit. You know what I mean? Like you have all this talent. Like Houston, Houston has all this talent. Yes. And they can score, but they don't win. 
and they need like they need some direction and that's why i feel like the jazz even though they don't have as much talent as some of these other organizations right now they have the leadership and they have that funnel that i think ultimately takes them on a faster track to winning than some of these other organizations yep uh welcome back tridaytrading.com to the monty show ten dollars is all it takes to change your life and i i know we talk about this a lot on the show um, we're big believers in working for yourself. We're big believers that the tax system is set up to be an entrepreneur. And we're big believers that if you're drawing a paycheck, you're on the clock. And with all the layoffs, with all the economy, with all of the financial strife and struggle in this world right now, there has never been a better time to get into the market and become a prolific day trader with the guys at Triday Trading. Um, again, they have set up a program for Monty Show viewers where you can pay $10 and you get a 30-day membership. You get a 30-day tryout. You want to work with them. You want to figure out if it, you know, a lot of people say, hey, can you really make thousands of dollars a day? Yeah, you can. Hey, I hate my boss, trydaytrading.com. Yeah. Hey, I hate my job, trydaytrading.com. Hey, I'm tired of working 12-hour days, trydaytrading.com. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you're hearing my voice. Australia, Europe, I know we have a ton of Philippines listeners. It doesn't matter. Anywhere you are, trydaytrading.com. Yes, yes, yes. They have a box right in the middle of the page that talks about a 10-day uh, membership, a $10 membership for 30 days. They give that entirety of that $10 goes right to charity. So they're legit giving you a charitable donation, you're a tax write-off, and you get a 30-day trial run yes. with trydaytrading.com. No strings attached. You're not happy with it. It's not a fit for you. Hey, you gave it a shot. Yeah. But the thing is, you can't keep complaining about what a dick your boss is. You can't keep complaining about how worried you are about your layoff. You can't keep complaining about the fact you just got laid off. Unless you're going to do something about it. Stop talking about making your life better. Go to TridayTrading.com. Mm -hmm. Stop talking about finding a new job. Go to TridayTrading.com. 24 hours a day, it fits in your schedule. You, want to, you work at home and you're like, man, I wish I could spend more time with my family. Be at home full time. You want to be at home full-time? Great. You want to do it part-time? There are people who do tri-day trading, day trading, part-time. They went through the tri-day program. They're part-time day traders. They're making hundreds of dollars a day today. And I say this all the time. Ask yourself this question. How much money did you make today? How much did you make today? Did you make hundreds or thousands? Tridaytrading.com. Mm -hmm. It's that simple. All you have to do is click on the $10 trial. It is absolutely no strings attached takes 20 seconds to fill out the form. Click Monty Show at the bottom. Hey, how'd you hear about us? Drop it down. Click the Monty Show. Yes. Done. You're in. Boom. For 10 bucks. And it's a tax write-off at the end of the day. And you're going to start day trading, and you're going to spend tri-day trading's money. And when you make money with their money, you get up to 80% of the profit from the money you yes. made with their money. Yes. I'm telling you, man, there's never been a better time to get to tridaytrading.com. We love those guys. I love it. Jeremy Callahan says you can quit your job and do a ranch bomb. That's right. Tridaytrading.com. Please. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. You know. Uh, Max Fisher says, will Sammy Sosa ever be black again? What are you doing? Well, what, what are you doing, dude? I mean, what he's doing is exposing himself. So, yeah, you know, it's fine. Can't do that because I guarantee you, YouTube will filter you. Uh, D-Rock says, too much talking, do it. Exactly right. Yeah, dude. It, it, don't talk, do it. By the way, D-Rock, how are you not a member, bro? 
Yeah. How are you not a member, How dude? You not You've a been member? listening to the show for a minute now. We've had 70 memberships given away today. Yeah, come on. How are you not a member? Yeah, if dude. you're not a member, you're trying to avoid it. Yeah, come on. You are trying to avoid it. Yeah. If, if you are not a member, you're trying to avoid yeah. it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Hey, make sure you hit the like button. We've had 3,000 views today, only 250 like. Let's get on it. Uh, Brent Burnett says the X factor for the Jazz is Danny Ainge. Totally agree. Yeah, Everybody's trying to get aged. Everybody's trying to figure out who to credit for the Jazz. It's Danny Ainge. Yeah. Great. The coach did a good job. Who hired him? Hey, man, these young players, who acquired him? I'm for real. Who put them together? Who's got all the assets? Danny Ainge. Yeah. And by extension, Ryan Smith. But we all want to credit players, man. I'm telling you. You got to put them together. You absolutely got to put them together. Skinny Dick Nick says, damn, look at all these members. That's what I'm saying, Skinny Let's go, Dick. go, dude. Where you at, man? I'm telling you guys, it is, here, it is super easy. We created new membership tiers for this exact purpose. There's so many people who told us, hey, I can't afford the 10 bucks a month. Tridaytrading.com. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we now have a $1.99 membership that just allows you to be, have your comment read because we read our, our member comments before anything else. You know, uh, Mike M says uh, ranch dressing futures is where it's at. That's right. Tridaytrading.com. You know. Yeah. I love ranch dressing. I am what I am. Um, Shart says in jazz is a band. Could be. Could be. Tanner Plummer, you also need a voice on the floor. It doesn't just come down to the coach. I don't disagree with that. But I also think Jordan Clarkson's not going to be on this team. Yeah. I think that. You know, the, the question is, who's the point guard of the future? Because it's not Colin Sexton. No. I don't think he's a starting point guard. I think he's a bench player. I think Chris Dunn's been better for you than Colin Sexton. I don't disagree. Colin, next year is going to be the telltale for Colin. Yeah. You're, coming, you're coming off of a major injury. This year you've been banged up a ton. Let's figure out what it looks like for you. Yeah. Right? So... I think Chris Dunn's earned a training camp contract. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. He can absolutely be a player in this league. You need him, you need him to come back on a training camp deal, earn a spot on the roster, and then you sign him. I think he will get a better deal from somebody else. Maybe. That's what I worry about with Chris Dunn. Because yeah. I think he's earned it. I think he's I think he's absolutely absolutely earned it. There's no doubt about it. Um, let's see. Tad Schroeder. Damn. I read the meeting uh, Washington canceled and rescheduled for tomorrow. Uh, I don't believe that's the case. But, hey, who knows? Brent Burnett, coach is more important, but, yes, the players still need to execute. Even when I played ball, they coached bench until I followed the coach's plan. I ain't rocket science. Uh, Jeremy Callahan, Danny Ainge would totally do a ranch bong at center court. Please. At center court. Uh, no new membership for anyone who doesn't like blue cheese. That eh, just the opposite. Yeah, sorry, dude. Just the opposite. Just the opposite. Um, let's see. D Rock Irish says In and Out have over thirty different podcasts to cover. No avoidance here. Jumping in and out. No, I appreciate you, D Rock. Yeah, you good, bro. Always good to see you. Arlington Bear says way more than seventy. My count has it at eighty-one. Just today? Is that true? Okay, now I need to check. That's crazy. Now I got to check. That's that's crazy. That's definitely a new record if that's true. You know. Um, Darren Ingram says Chris Dunn is legit and not a lot of miles, to be honest. He's not. He's not. I, I agree. Uh, the Great Dane. I'm pretty sure we need to go shop in Houston and buy some of their talent. Well, did you guys see Carlos Boozer's kid won the Gatorade Player of the Year? Did he? As a sophomore in high school. Wow. And what does he do all summer long? He plays the Pro-Am circuit. So he plays against guys like 
you know, Beasley plays against guys, you know, like he plays the pro-am circuit and he holds his own and he's a dominant player. He's a dominant player. So Tanner Plummer, could THT be a point guard? I think he can, but I could be wrong. He is a point guard. He's just not, he hasn't developed into a consistent performer. And if you're not a consistent performer, I don't know what, I don't know where you fit on this club. Mm -hmm. That's the single biggest issue, you know? Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Uh, not avoiding it, just don't have Twitter or Instagram, that's all. No, I got you, man. Well, you don't need, just so you know, I just want to clarify. I'm trying to pressure you to do anything you don't want to do. The $1.99 doesn't get you Instagram. So you can be a member without the Instagram, just so you know. That's what I'm saying. Um, but it's all good either way. 40 likes away from 300. That'd be a new record. Can we get to 300? Well, I think our record, our all-time record's like five-something on the Rudy Gobert trade day. Oh. When everybody showed up, it's like, you guys are amazing. Uh, we are amazing. As if we hadn't been saying since they signed him to the extension that they trade him. You know, I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, can I says, uh, none is doing good for the Jazz as a point guard. Dunn. Yes, he is. I like Dunn is better than THT. Mm-hmm. I- I'm not even sure yeah. it's a conversation. Yeah, he's a better he's a better leader than THT for sure. Tanner Plummer says, I wouldn't mind another boozer for the Jazz. This kid's legit. And I'm telling you, man, <laughs> if you have not seen Cameron Boozer... Go find him, because that Boozer. kid's a stud. Boozer. Uh, Russell Smith says, you guys make me want to move back to Provo. You hey, man, should. do it. Do it. Utah's amazing. Don't move here. Uh, Big please. 12's in Provo now. I don't know if you know that or not. Big 12 is in Provo. Well, why would you do that? Darren Ingram. I think THT has made massive steps in the right direction. Not enough, but the speed of his development has been good. I love that he's aggressive. Yeah. He's good for three to five minutes at a time. He's getting better at being physical on the finish. When you expose him in long stretches, he turns into a 4A player, man. Like, he's that guy who's good but not good enough. Yeah. He would dominate the G League, so there's no point. But he has he has this ability to just piss you off. Yeah. Because he turns the ball over, takes bad shots, won't make the extra pass. That's an issue. Gets running downhill and absolutely blows a dude up in the paint for a charge. It's ridiculous. It, and there's just no excuse for it. You know, like it's just. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. The Great Dane says THT seems like a more out of control Kelly Olynyk at the point. Yeah. He does. Kelly Olynyk at the point. And Jesus. and I'm not saying that Taylor Horton Tucker hasn't improved. But he's not a guy you can count on. He's not. I guess the question is, do you trust him? And the, the, my point is, no, I don't. I don't trust him. Yeah. I, I don't. Utah Jizz says, I'm a boozer. Okay. Okay. Brent Burnett says, doke, doke, doke. Played a perfect game. Monty is smoking now. Um, <coughs> if Yudoka Azubuki is ever a starter in this league, I will shave my balls. I don't know. You, do something, you, know, you can't tell me he it was one game. You can't tell me that you you doke Azubuki is ever a consistent contributor on an NBA no roster. Way, I just don't buy it. Go play intramurals, I, I don't buy it. Yeah, no way. I, I, I'm just not I'm not here for that. Uh Mike Chase says my son's junior jazz team is sending us to the game tonight. Let's hey, go. There you go. Let's go. That's awesome. I love that. Um where do you guys come down on do, does the does the NBA need plays like Donovan Mitchell last night? Did you guys see that dunk last night? Dude. My God. I think this is what the NBA needs. Like, this is what sells seats. Yes, dude. 
Yes. And I think Donovan Mitchell, he drops 31 last night, a sham god and a poster. The sham and, god was too smooth. Dude. And Watnabi can jump out of the gym. Yeah. And Donovan just, he didn't jump over him. He powered through him. Yeah. And it was, it, I think it was a dunk of the year. And then Paul George did his 360. How about that, Paul George? The rack attack! God damn. That Paul George dude. injury, oh my God. He's lucky it's just a sprain. He's out a minimum of two weeks with a knee sprain. Yeah. I'm not showing the picture of the injury because I just don't ever need to see that again. But your knee is not supposed to bend backwards like no, that. No, it's not. Like that simple? was it's my... Anomaly, dude. It's the worst thing. It's one of the worst things you can have in basketball. I mean, I... I my God. Like, it's it, it's not worse than tearing something, but I think that it's it's a very ugly injury. Dude, I'm telling you... No, I... I yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. I don't know, man. It is. That was terrible. Yeah. And you feel awful for Paul George because he had a 360 dunk. He looked explosive. He was, he was actually playing really good ball last night. And if he stays in the game, they win. But he ran into Lou Dort, and then Lou Dort locked up Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. And... OKC winds up winning the game on stellar defense. Yeah. But, man, the Clippers can't catch a break, dude. Hey, close. And I, I know we've talked about this on this show at nauseum. Yeah. You can't buy championships, I don't nope. believe. Nope. You got to have chemistry, dude. You got to have that intangible thing. I think you have got to find a way, and this is just my opinion. You've got to find a way. And this is what's so frustrating about OKC, by the way. You have all that talent. And I know Chet's hurt, and I'm good with that. But is Josh Giddy ever a number one? I, he just isn't. Is SGA a number one? I don't know. Potentially. But it feels like that team's missing an alpha. You've drafted all this talent. Now go spend money and get an alpha. Yeah, I like SGA as a number two on a championship team. Because I think they're really close. Yeah. James Knight has me watching OKC basketball more. I'm telling you, they're close. The problem is, I don't think Josh Giddy is a is a. He's Austin Reeves, in my opinion. He's good. <laughs> he's not great. SGA is a number two. You need to go get a killer. Yeah. You need a number one on that team. Yeah. You put a number one on that team, and I'm telling you, they're they're a top five team. Man, I thought I dropped my microphone right there. <laughs> they're a top five team. I'm telling you. So you done pissed James off now. Did I? I don't yeah. know. Um, let's see. Jet Wayman, the Tao King of Utah, says Paul George is out for the regular season, in my opinion. Has yeah, to probably. Be. Yeah. Has to be. Drothman says a shaved ball is a saved ball. Could be. Please. James Knight says OKC, eight of the last ten. Take note. Look, scroll down now at the bottom. Hater. Wait. Scroll down at the bottom? Right there. Right uh, there. SGA is a superstar. Stop. No, he is a superstar. He's not a number one. Yeah. Paul George is a superstar. He's not a number one. He's not. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it's there really. You can see the number ones in the league, dude. They're not. It's not. Yeah. Is there really, uh, is there really something to, is there really something to, to I, I don't know about that. I, are we really going to, is SGA like, is he, is he a Giannis? Is he, uh, no. Is he an Embiid? Is he, SGA uh, or Jalen Brown? SGA. I'm, I'm, I, again, I will just keep telling you, I am not a, I am not a guy. I am not a guy that is. 
I am not a guy that is, how do I say this? I am not a guy that likes Jalen Brown because I think his attitude prevents him from being a better player. Mm-hmm. SGA, I think, is... Zach Levine? SGA. Because I don't, I don't trust Zach Levine to be healthy. Then again, SGA's missed a ton of time, too. SGA or Jordan Bull? Oh, SGA. The question is SGA or Steph Curry? Steph Curry. I think that's, yeah, I don't think he's SGA or Devin Booker. I'm taking Devin Booker. SGA or Luca. I'm taking Luca. Like he is a, he is in that SGA or Donovan Mitchell. I'm taking Donovan Mitchell. Uh-huh. I like, I like Shea, but I think he's just a SGA guy. SGA or Cade Cunningham? SGA. Yeah. Cade Cunningham hasn't played this year, so I don't know what he's going to be. Yeah. Paulo Bancaro. <sighs> I might take tough. Paulo Bancaro. Size is all I would say with Paolo. I mean, he can he can bang with the bigs, dude. Yeah, I, That's I, tough. I mean, I think SGA is a really good player. He's just not that guy. I don't think it's disrespectful to SGA to say he's not a number one. I think that SGA is a hell of a player. I think that he can be the guy that takes the last shot, uh, like a game-winning shot or whatever. Um, but I think it's it's tough. Like, I don't think there's a lot of guys left in the league who can be carry your team good like legit no. i think it's braun kevin durant Giannis. i'd agree with that like it's those couple of guys like steph i think last year against boston showed he can carry them on his own like you know but, there's very but again few. what is the upside development what's the development arc? like josh giddy's so young that he's got a, an upper end but right now today he's a role player i think on a championship team he's not going to be one of your i i, I would he start on Boston? Josh Giddy? Yeah. No, he would not start on Boston. Because are, are you who well, are you? Grant gonna... Williams is starting on Boston. I might consider that. Grant would... Williams or, or Giddy? No, you got to play Grant Williams. Well. I think Grant Williams is just more polished. He's been through the battle. Yeah. You know, like I, I think does Josh Giddy start on the Lakers? Yeah, absolutely he does. Does he start on the Clippers? Probably not, because their their two, three, fours are really good. You're taking man over Giddy? No. But they, I'm not giving Josh Giddy a, a one or I, he's a three four guy to me. Yeah, Josh Giddy. I'm not. I'm not like I'm not starting him over Kawhi or Paul George. Well, no, of course not. Right? No, yeah. you're not. So, like, I look at these teams. Does he start on Golden State? No, he doesn't. Does he start on? I don't know. Pick your. T- he starts on the Bulls. He start. Does he start on the Knicks? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. Well, but who's he going to start? Are you starting him or R.J. Barrett? Because uh, R.J. Barrett's the guy there. I'm starting R.J. Barrett. Yeah. I don't know, dude. Yeah. yeah. What, what does Josh Giddy do better than R.J. Barrett? He's I, more physical. Yeah, he's, he's willing, more fi- he's willing he's, to get his nose dirty. Yeah, I think he's more a more reliable scorer. I mean, what are his... No, come on. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not, telling you, I'm not I'm the telling biggest... You. I'm not the biggest fan of R.J. Barrett. But R.J. Barrett is a guy... Now you're going to go make me defend R.J. Barrett. Barrett's not like lighting it up, dude. He's 20 points a game, five boards, three assists a game. I'm, I'm taking that. I, I think the biggest issue is that R.J., he has games like he had against Minnesota. But then again, why is that? Because Julius is going off like a fool. Yeah. Right? But you look at his numbers, he's pretty reliably 20 points a game. Season like, I, average is 19.8. I think it's very difficult to take R.J. Barrett out of that starting five for Josh Giddy, Like I, I like Minnesota, does Josh Giddy start on Minnesota? And by the way, Minnesota's getting Carl Anthony Towns back tonight. And so now we're back to Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns on the floor together. And I don't know how you do that. 
Like you look at who they're starting with Torian Prince or Josh Giddy at the four. Well, you're probably not starting Torian Prince or Josh Giddy because Carl Anthony Towns is going to play the four. Yeah, good luck, right? Okay, so who's their three? Right? Like McDaniels or Josh Giddy? I I think that's close. I think that's close. I'm I, I think that's McDaniels a place. McDaniels has been hot lately. He has, you know, but I'm I'm gonna start Giddy over Kyle Kyle Anderson. Mm. That's tough. Yeah, I think I, jo- I he's, might take Giddy over Anderson. Yeah. I think it's tough. He's young. He's never been tested. He's on a team that it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter what you do. And he's not a 20-point-a-night guy. R.J. Barrett's a more polished scorer than Josh Giddy is right now today. A year from now, if Josh Giddy has a summer, the guy's going to explode. Yeah. If Josh Giddy gets a, an alpha dog on that team, if he gets an outright dog on that team, he's going to explode. Josh Giddy's upside is massive. Massive. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not a slight that, that he's not starting. I'm not an R.J. Barrett guy. Josh Giddy's only averaging 16 a night. R.J.'s outperforming him, but but I well, like Giddy's game more. And Darren's got a really good point. Poole is overhyped. I totally agree with that. Dude, I'm telling you, he's young, but he's more talented than any of the no, guys we're talking about. You know what the fucking about. problem with Poole is? His attitude is terrible. Yeah, his, Jordan Poole's favorite player is Jordan Poole. That might be true. Do you want his favorite player to be someone else, though? Yeah, I do. I want his favorite player to be Steph Curry. I want his favorite player. The thing that I don't like about Poole is you got punched in the face and you haven't used it. You haven't been better. You ha- he has had very few dominant performances this year. But I just look at Jordan Poole. I know what that guy is, and I feel like he's a pain in the ass. He's, 20, he's better than R.J. Barrett. He's, he, 20, oh, he's 20 yeah, points well, a night. Fuck yeah, he, he is. He's absolutely well, you're better. You're saying F.E.A. he is, and then you're saying Josh Giddey's not close. Like these, these no, are, no, like, no, 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 listen, listen. I'm talking about Jordan Poole specifically as a player. Yeah. On that team, he should be able to score 20 points with with his eyes closed because nobody's paying attention to him depending on the set on the floor, right? The problem is he's not better and he's not more effective because he believes he's the best player in the world and he's not. That's Jordan Poole's attitude is Jordan Poole's problem. Would I take him over Josh Kitty? Yes. Would I take him over R.J. Barrett? Yes. But... I'm not I'm not a Jordan Poole guy. He needs a serious ego check. Yeah. He need and you know what? He'd do well to get some bucked up energy too. Come on. Come on, man. Some of your come best on, work. man. That was good. That bucked was up good. energy. Free samples in the description of this here show you on YouTube. Hey. Um, make sure you hook it up. Bucked up energy is one of our favorite partners, you guys. You know, again, uh, we need you to fraternize our partnerships. and bucked up energy doesn't even ask you for any money get it free three free samples of your choice pre-workouts electrolytes you name it they're going to hook you up and they're going to give you the best shaker cup in the business from bucked up right here it is phenomenal i love the shaker cup at bucked up for free any color scheme you want any color combination different cup different lid color great go get it it's free in the link below with the free samples or go to any of their Utah locations. I love that Preston Palumbo went to Murray. Yeah. The Bucked Up Store in Murray today sent us a picture. Love when you guys do that. Um, but I usually shop in South Jordan, Murray. Orem's got one of the best Bucked Ups in the state. Love that store. Um, but in Farmington, all the way down to St. George, you name it, Bucked Up's got a location for you. Uh, walk into any other Bucked Up stores and say, hey, I heard about you guys on the Monty Show. They'll give you a free, free 
can of bucked up energy. Mm-hmm. It's all good. It's all good, my man. Bucked up, the official energy uh, sponsor of the Monty Show, the energy partner. Whew. Feel good. Been a blazer of a show. I, Dreth, I don't know what you're doing, Dreth, man, but I, I, like, some of, like some of our, and I know this show is growing, but guys like Dreth, man, I don't know what the point of you being here is. Like, I think you just want to, I think you just want to, like, troll and stuff. Yeah. And I'm just not interested in that. And I think by some of your comments, you've kind of told us who you are. Yeah. So now you can't be here anymore. You know, like, that's, that's an issue. Hey, what do you Greg know? Greg Hawkins. Jordan Poole's about to be on the tube. Eh, screw him. Uh, Greg Hawkins, did we talk all about the Shohei Otani ice Mike Trout with a full count and a cutter? Oh, my God. That, dude. Shohei Otani is the best baseball player in the world, period. I think I think it's high time that he's not an angel and that he's a Yankee or that he's a Dodger. And I think that Shohei Otani is on the precipice of absolute all-time ever-played-the-game greatness. Like, yeah. I don't think that, like, I have no problem saying that when you compare him to guys like Babe Ruth, he's better than Babe was. Babe did not pitch as much as this guy pitches. Babe did not do things at the plate that Shohei no. does. Like, like it, it, it's just not in dispute. And I the think that attention to detail of his craft. You, do you guys understand how hard it is to be a Cy Young Award level pitcher and a triple crown threat at the plate <laughs> at the same time? Yeah. It's incredible. And to strike out Mike Trout, who's your teammate with the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, is amazing. Yeah, dude. But he's never going to get the run he deserves as an angel. Nope. And I'll, I tell you he should be a Met or a Yankee. Everybody always says, well, hey, guys, 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 he said he wants to play in the West Coast. All right, go be a Dodger or a Padre then. Because you're never going to get it. Sorry, hey Angel fans. Hey and I know we have a lot of Angel fans. but By the way, I think you Darvish is getting off easy today. He gave up a run. He did not look he good. terrible. He, as usual in clutch situations, looked nervous. Oh, my like, God. Steph Curry behind the back. Draymond with a brick. I mean, keep it real. I agree with you. You, Darvish, is getting off easy today. If you don't, listen, if you don't like watching the Warriors play, there's something wrong with you. Pause, bro. Pause. There is something wrong with you if you don't like the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm telling you now. There's something wrong with you because it's incredible. You know, uh, shut the gate, Monty. What do you mean, shut the gate? What are you yeah, talking what about? That, what, does that, what does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean, James? Jet Wayman. Trade him to the Yankees. Yes, yes, yes. I just think, listen, <laughs> and it's not even because I'm a Yankees fan. I, I, honest to God, believe that dude deserves a chance to be on national TV regularly. Like, I don't think as an angel... You're on national TV enough. You're just not. He's mm -mm. on national TV because he's him, not because he's an angel. I would agree with he that. He needs to be on the Yankees, Red Sox, ESPN lineup that, you know, shoves it down our throat more than we can take. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Christopher Shannon, 100 to 110 years apart. Stop. What does that mean? Yeah, but, dude, it doesn't matter. Oh, Babe the, the difference is The difference is, is that 100 years can go by. And there hasn't been another two-way player. There hasn't been another guy that pitches and hits. And he's not like an okay hitter, but an amazing dude. He is arguably the best batter in baseball, and he's arguably the best pitcher in baseball. Like it's not even close. He he. Do you look at his numbers in this tournament? Like when Bryce I mean, Harper came into the league, he was the Jesus Christ of baseball. 
like immediately. And the things that Shoei is doing is just putting that to to shame. It's not yeah. even close. Yeah, I agree. Greg Hawkins, Otani would kill it in New York. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Brent Burnett says Clippers may miss the playoffs, but let's hope their fall from grace doesn't slip so far uh, that the Wolves benefit. Well, doesn't make you feel responsible. That's interesting, Mr. Preston. Hello, I'd welcome him with the Mets with open arms. God, you're a Mets fan too, man. <laughs> Although, I will say. I wish the Mets opened the Cadillac Club mm -hmm. at City Field. Did you guys see it's 25G a seat and they have a waiting list? And there's only 20 or 30 people allowed in there at a time. You guys, I said it's 25Gs a seat and they have a waiting list. What am I doing wrong with my Dilly life? dilly. Dilly dilly. dilly. Fucking right. right. Like you're paying, let me get 25G a seat. And there's a waiting list. I'm so bricked up right now. <laughs> Are you serious? What seat would you pay 25 G's to sit in? Floor seats. Yeah, I'm NBA. not paying that. I, like, I love baseball. I'm not paying Laker that. Laker floor seats. Knicks floor uh, seats. Do I get a Cadillac with the seat? Because I'm not 25 G. I don't want a Cadillac. I want a Sclade. Oh, my God. And I don't want the electric one. Thanks so much. Good Lord. That's incredible. Uh, Jeremy Callahan. Anyone remember that commercial? What commercial? Uh, he says, ain't nobody better than my team. Money like Draymond Green, top dog. I don't know what commercial you're talking about. McKinley Cutler, the cookie king of Utah, says, with the Paul George injury, do you think they may fall into the play-in? I think they very well may. I think, I think that it's time for Kawhi Leonard to carry the mail. It's and I think that scares clutch. you injury-wise. Yeah, it does. But, you know, hey, it's time. Like, careers are defined in these moments. But you notice that Eric Gordon hit a massive three in that game. Yeah, they can win ball games without him. They're just not championship good without him. They're not. And the other thing they're not is defensively as good without him. Yeah. He is one of the best on-ball on defenders still. You know. Um, let's see. James Knight says, talking about these moron trollers, Monty. Oh, close the gate. Got oh, it. Oh, close got the it. gate. I got, got you. It. Got it. I got you. I got you. Well, YouTube did it. Um, Dreth said I'm back. Did you get what happened? Um, Foster Moreau stepping away from football. Oh, no. Diagnosed with cancer. Damn. Dude, I'm so tired of hearing about cancer, man. I, I just i am so tired of it. Little Jizzy says Mad Bun was solid for a bit, but not Otani. Well, but Mad Bun was not a position player. Otani's a position player and a pitcher and a hitter. Yeah, plays every day. Like when I covered Madison Bumgarner, I think in, in San Francisco, he was at his peak. Listen to me. And he could mash. He can still mash. He Madison can't pitch anymore. Bumgarner was involved in, hey, should the DH go away or should the DH come to the National League so that we have, you know, parity across the league? He was never involved in playing every day, hitting 50 yaks a season or being on pace to hit 50 and all this stuff. Like he was never in that conversation. Uh, yeah, boy, speaking of Foster Moreau, did you guys hear the story about the Saints again? Uh, long snapper John Dornboss found out he had an aortic aneurysm that required open heart surgery because he took a physical with the Saints in 2017. Yeah. How many guys are they going to save in New Orleans? Like they're routinely saving people's lives in New Orleans. It is it, that story, man. That's unbelievable. Uh, Matt Hart. Hey, Matt. How are you? Otani is a $75 million a year guy. Seriously. Yeah, they're saying that his deal is going to be worth $600 million. God. Dude, what are we doing wrong in this? Line? 
What are, what are we doing wrong? Oh, my God. Darren Ingram says, can some someone rich buy the Reds, please, along with WTF, FML? Sometimes sports makes me depressed. Darren, how's the new Tacoma, bro? Oh, you got a new Tacoma? He traded his Bronco in for a lifted Tacoma. Oh, you stud. I enjoyed lifting my Tacoma. I'm not a Tacoma guy. I love my Wrangler. Dude, the Ruby is... Excellent. It's unbelievable. It's great in the snow, too. Ooh, you got to tell me about that, Darren. We got to see that sometime. Uh, Jeremy Callahan, the Jesus Christ of baseball. Um, Don't you mean Ivan DeJesus Christ of, ba- Christ of baseball? Ivan DeJesus. Oh, what are you talking about, man? Good old number 11. Uh, James Knight, I can't stand Steph with that mouthpiece hanging out. Don't deny he's a stud, obviously. Well, a lot of people say that. Uh, Dreth, is the gates uh, closed yet? I don't... I don't what is wrong with you? So he's changed his picture now. He has changed his picture. I, I don't know. Um, I have no idea. But I, I, you guys, I, can't, I cannot tell you enough that we have a really developed community on this show and we're, my tolerance for BS becomes shorter and shorter every what day. What the f*** are you? And I don't know. Like, it, to me, it's not worth pissing off all of the 99% of the people so you can be an idiot. Yeah. So take that for what it is. I just, yeah. Uh, Drew Money, who's a member, says 25K for Game 7 Lakers Celtics final. 100%, dude. That, and, and ah, I think, damn. I think, yes. and, and we only have a couple minutes left in the show today, but I think conversation maybe for another day is like, what is the best seat in all of sports? What is that seat that's like, yeah, dude, I'd pay 25 racks for... Courtside in, in an NBA like, game. Has to be close. It has to be there. Has to be close. Has to be. You know. Uh, Matt Hart says, Abs pens, 10 minutes uh, face off. Let's go, Abs. Let's hey, go, Abs. They uh, re signed Buddy to a three year deal, their head coach. Oh, did they really? Yeah. Nice. I like that. Zagreit uh, Dane, can you imagine the Jazz playing the Lakers and half of our team from the start of the year is playing in the game? Yeah, that's going to yeah, be dude. weird. Yeah, dude. You're not going to have to imagine. Uh, Gary says Dodger fans are like Cowboy fans. Please. True. I hate the Dodgers so much. True. I, I just, I can't do it. Yeah. I can't. Drew Money, I'd love Otani in LA, but something tells me he'll be a giant. Nah. Nah, that's not a fit. He doesn't feel like a giant. Nah. He doesn't feel like a giant, you know. Greg Hawkins, Otani is worth more than the Pac-12 with a $600 million deal. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, I'm going to go ahead and kick you in the nuts. Hey, man, that's true. is he playing exclusively on Apple TV? <laughs> Kurt Myers, Japan was more disciplined than the U.S. team. It was a great game to watch, even if it was a lower-scoring game. Last it was night's awesome. game was a true baseball game. That is what baseball should be. Yep. Uh, Jeremy Callahan says, who's the gatekeeper? That guy makes most of the decisions. Yeah. So Jake's the gatekeeper. Uh, Kurt Meyer says free speech. Jeremy Callahan says, who's the gatekeeper? Keymaster asking here. Jake is. Yeah. What you need, bro? Um, Jeremy Callahan, only a couple of minutes left. Can we go long today, please? Dude, it's only Wednesday. It's only Wednesday. Uh, Brent Burnett, would you pay money for a ride to space? I would not. I would not. I would not. Not now. I I think... And I'm not even being tongue-in-cheek. I think if you ask that question 50 years from now, the answer is going to be different. I, I do think, you know, that there's going to be a lot of development on that front. I think if Elon ever gets off his ass with Twitter and starts getting back into space development, I really think that there's a chance that in my lifetime, certainly in Gen Z's lifetime, uh, that Mars will be a thing for sure. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, James Knight says, thanks, guys. Great show. Off to work. Hey, thanks, James. Hey, appreciate you, James. Appreciate you, buddy. Be well. Uh, Mike M says, the SoFi patios look really cool. They're uh, 10 yards from the field. Dude, could you imagine that? But see, here's the deal, though, with football. This is the thing that's really interesting with football. You're not – in football, you don't get that that personality the way you do in the league, in, in the NBA. Like no, and they, you need the angle in football. You do. You need to be a little elevated in football. Yeah. I would agree with that. I think you make a really good point for once. That's that's true. Uh, Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, what did you think about man getting the double tech? I, I think the officials in this league are struggling. And I try to stay away from it, but I think they're struggling. Yeah, struggling. You know, Jeremy Callahan, there's a chance in Jake's lifetime that Mars will be a thing, but the Pac-12 deal, fantasy. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying. I'm still saying, you know. You know. That's absolutely the truth. All right, can we talk about breakfast sandos, please? Yeah, real quick. Um, and if you're going to make a breakfast sandwich, yeah. you probably want to hit it on a smoker. That you got at Barbecue Pit Stop, bbqpitstop.com. Uh, the best in the business, barbecuepitstop.com. Um, make sure you tell me you heard about it on the Monty Show. You hear Barbecue Pit Stop. As I always say to you guys every single day on this show, think about the best barbecue equipment in the business. Traeger, Big Green Egg, Yoder, Camp Chef, you name it, they've got it. Barbecuepitstop.com. You want rubs, spices, sauces? Barbecuepitstop.com. bbqpitstop.com. Um, you want the best service, the best experts, the best how-tos, bbqpitstop.com. Or, st- hello, or stop at any of their five stores. Mm-hmm. You can always go to Logan, Leighton Lehigh, the cheesy St. George. And, of course, our friends in Murray across from the mall on State Street, bbqpitstop.com, the best dudes. You're paying for equipment. Best. Getting the best experts in the smoking and barbecue game. Yes. Dude, they changed my life with wings, I'll tell you that. Clinton and Lehigh telling me, hey, man, you got to season those things and let them sit on the counter for 20 minutes. Absolutely right. Makes a difference. Makes a huge difference. Way more juicy, way more flavor impact. I'm telling you, it's amazing. Yeah. BBQPitStop.com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty program. Um, No, I would. I wish I could have a Beto's burrito. Um, Let's talk about breakfast sandwiches real quick. Because I am not happy about this. You guys know that I love breakfast sandwiches, mm-hmm. right? You guys know that. But here on the Monty Show, you also know that we read the blog, Eat This, Not That, on a regular basis. They had an article today, the 10 unhealthiest fast food breakfast sandwiches to stay away from. <coughs> <coughs> Number one on the list, <coughs> my absolute favorite breakfast sandwich. Dude, it's incredible. The McDonald's Sausage Egg and Cheese McGriddle. Son of a biscuit. Yeah. I love the McGriddle. Sorry if you're offended by that. I love it. How on earth are you telling me I can't eat a McGriddle? There's just something about They're it that's so just good. so good. They're so good. So good. You want me to ruin them for you? Oh, please. Let me ruin it. For I'm going to get medieval on your ass. 550 calories of Sando. Dude. 33 grams of fat. 13 grams of saturated fat. Stay hard. This is the one that's going to knock you into a stroke. 1,290 milligrams of sodium. Um, I said 45 carbs. Um, 15 grams of sugar. Um, you probably don't want to eat those. That is my absolute favorite. And then my second favorite 
is the McDonald's sausage biscuit with egg, add cheese. Um, I love this sandwich. The biscuit is so good. You want me to ruin it for you? Oh, please, let me. 530 calories, 15 grams of saturated fat, 35 grams of fat, 1,190 milligrams of sodium. I'm a carb-eating motherfucker. 38 grams of carbs. Should stay away from it. Get your lazy ass in the gym. Stay away from it. Dude. And then the other breakfast sandwich that I think is out of this world, like, not, it's not the McGriddle. It's not the McGriddle, but it's really good. I'm so bricked dude. up right now. Oh, dude. I'm telling you, the Burger oh. King double sausage egg and cheese croissant, my God. My God. Stay hard. Here, let me ruin it for you. Because it, that is truly, I kid you not. Yeah, dude, one of the best. 802 calories, 61 grams of fat. Fat. 27 grams of saturated fat. fat, 2 grams of trans fats, fat. 1,966 milligrams of sodium. I said 58 carbs. No, no, no. Dude. Dude. It's heartbreaking. Literally. <laughs> Literally. It breaks your heart. Literally. Because... because I love those are three of my favorite. They're the they're three out of the top five worst breakfast sandwiches you can eat. And of course they're the best. You gotta stay away from them. And here's the thing. Now I know that bacon is one of the worst things you can get from fast food um, because it's got a ton of saturated fat and sodium. Right. Why don't I eat bacon? Because it's got a ton of saturated fat and sodium. Oh shit. And here's the bigger problem. Now that I haven't been eating these sandwiches, I feel better. I've lost five pounds, and I'm eating a ton of fiber. Yeah. And I love the cereal we got the other day. So now I eat cereal in the morning with almond milk, which is amazing, and no, cereal's not soup. And I'm just telling you now, you can't eat it. You can't do it. Yeah, it's a real damn shame because I love me a McGriddle, bro. Yeah. My, um, Kurt Meyer says you have to die of something. It ain't going to be a heart attack. I'll tell you that right now. Dreth, uh, Drethman says McDonald's is so good, but so bad for you. Well, Terrible. thanks for your first productive comment, bro. Yeah, seriously. But I mean, it's, it's, ter dude, it's not, it's not terrible. It's terrible. Yeah, it's awful. It's dude. so it's, bad. It's terrible for you. It's, and then you get the so girls terrible. outside the studio eating waffle cone ice cream. I love that stuff. <laughs> terrible for you, right? Like terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. It's awful. Cereal is absolutely soup. No, it's no, not. No, it's not, Gary. Gary, stop it. Darren Ingram said five pounds came from the fiber and the extra trip to the throne. Dude, I'm telling you. Dude, you're not lying, dude. I mean, you were, I mean, you, what did you do? Four trips this week already? Dude, I'm telling you, I am on the clock now. Like twice a day, every day. And I, I'm not talking about kibbles and bits. I'm talking about phone poles, bro. I'm talking about, my God. At least a three flusher every time. It's amazing. I'm telling you. Um, you know. Hey, how about a new member, Derek Myrie? Let's go! Let's go! Out of boy! Out of boy! We finish the program strong with that one. Let's, Let's go. go! Uh, Brett Burnett says we all mad hungry. Yeah, we Dude. are. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Exactly right. Uh, Mike Smith says Tudor's Biscuit World. Oh my God! Why would you say that? Yeah. Why would you say that? 
you know, it is, um, yeah, you know, it is. Um, and, and see, and now you have, you guys, stop. Shart, stop. We can't do it, dude. You can't do it. You can't make multiple accounts. Like, you, you, you can't. You yeah. can't do it. Yeah, sorry, bud. So I'm going to pick one for you, and if you make another one, I'm going to block all your accounts. Because we, we just can't, we can't play the game, my guy. You can't play the game. Um, let's see. Who else? Jeremy Callahan. I used to be a diabetic and have high triglycerides. I eat tons of bacon and AC1 5.3 and low triglycerides. Carbs are the problem. Well, I, the reason that I'm getting serious, again, is because I tell you this. One, I'm getting my butthole rootered on April 13th. My colonoscopy, the first one of my life, yeah. April 13th. But I get a physical every year, and I'm in great health. I don't, I'm not a diabetic, never have been, never will be. Mm -hmm. I don't have cholesterol issues. I'm li Quite literally, my blood work is perfect. And yet, I still like do all this stuff. There's just no point to it. Yeah. So why not take advantage of being healthy? And I love working out. I actually enjoy going to the gym. So eat well, and you're going to lose weight and be in better well, shape. Well, you bitch. Right? And I can tell you, I, I try to get a minimum. I'd love to say I get 10,000 steps a day. I don't get anywhere near that. Do you even lift? If I can get 5,000 steps a day, I'm good to go, bro. Like, I'm thrilled with that. Yeah. If I can get 5,000 steps a day. Yeah. That's all you got to do. Yeah. You know, like, I, I, I'm telling you. Uh, Huge Jazz Gamer 247 says fiber scraps, uh, scrapes the pipes. It, it does. It does, dude. And I'm telling you, I, I eat a ton of fiber. I get five. My wife, God, dog, Mrs. Monty has been on a, <laughs> dude, she's been on a run with sweet potatoes and black beans that I can't even describe. Like it is, I love me some, some sweet potato. Yeah. She's making me sweet potatoes, black beans. She puts a little bit of pico on there and a little bit of fresh. Oh my God, just like that. Yeah. Oh. Fresh avocados, dude. Stay hard. I mean, it's unreal. Yeah, dude. It is you know. unreal how good it is. Unreal. Um, McKinley Cutler says, I know it's not popular, but I love oatmeal. Oh, dude. Mrs. Monty makes me steel cut oats on the stovetop. She puts in like blueberries. They're not she puts aluminum in cut, just to be clear. Yeah, they're steel cut, um, which is different than copper cut. Uh, ask your mom. Anyway, the point is, she makes me oats that are off the chain. But I'll, I even love quick oats. You put a little almond butter in there, dude. Dude. Gary says, whip it out. He did already. Yeah, dude. Kurt Meyer says, are you a leaner or a squatter? Team lean. I mean, these things we got to know. Gary says, can I be a guest on the show even though I'm a nobody? You can't. No. Nope. Darren Ingram says, Dreth uh, is number one hype man now. Yeah, apparently. Derek Myrie gives everybody a round of applause. Appreciate you. Big Dog O-Town says, you all need to try uh, keto bread. Eliminates a lot of the bad stuff. Keto works for people, man. No doubt about it. K. Nurin. Hey, K. Nurin. I was like 280. Uh, I was 280 on likes. Let's get to 300. Yeah, where are we? We're at 282. Oh, you guys, come on. 18 likes. Yeah. 18 likes. Come on, bro. Let's go. We're at, you guys, we've had a massive show today. 18 likes would be incredible. By the way, if you're just tuning in, we passed 14,000 subscribers today. Yeah, dude. We are at 14,011 subs today. That is stupid. Yes, yes, yes. That is just stupid. Yes. Appreciate you guys. Um, Drethman says the only way to be healthy with McDonald's is to exercise for 10 hours. You can't eat it. You can't. Yeah. I'm, I'm just telling you, it does not work. You can fool yourself and we can play these games. Yeah. You can't eat it. Yeah. You can't eat it. And I'm telling you, not eating out has been, is a life hack. Mike Smith says red beans and rice. Yum. 
Drathman says, let's go, guys. <laughs> Darren Ingram says, congrats. That's awesome, guys. Appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate you, bro. Uh, Jeremy uh, Callahan says, who's eating super colon blow for breakfast? This guy. I love shredded wheat. Yeah. I love oatmeal. Uh, this blueberry, like high fiber blueberry cereal I'm eating now is amazing. Yes, sir. It's so good. Yep. And I'm telling you, it's, uh, dude, I routinely wreck the plumbing system. It's awesome. <laughs> I, there is nothing like a good PDH. Nothing, dude. N nothing. It's a ritual. Jet Wayman, the Tile King of Utah, says, Peace out, guys. Great show. Go Jazz. See you, brother. Mike Smith says, Big 12 and Pac-12 uh, bings the subs. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, Drew Money says, You mean ordering a Diet Coke with McDonald's doesn't balance it out? How about that? <laughs> Dude, no, it does not, man. No, it doesn't. It does not. Uh, Arlington Bear says, I think I was around sub 1800. Dude, you've been around forever, dude. And I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate that. All right. I guess that's it. Show's over. Show's over. Uh, Roger Dodger says, thanks, Utah, for all the snow. Yeah, seriously. You know. Yeah. Kurt Meyer says, great show. My wife keeps asking me why I watch. Because it's a great show. Yeah, it's a great show, Grum. There you go. Jake, Gary says, go to Tri-Day Trading and get a $10 membership. Do it. And then say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.